0: Hey, uh, we have a new sponsor for this week. This uh, this, this episode is sponsored by...
1: Choo Choo Con. Yes.
2: Choo Choo Con. It's in Chattanooga. <laughs> and yes, wh- I've heard of this con. You've heard of this con? Yes. I it have. is. It's an anime con. During the day, from what I understand... It's very quiet, and it's like a regular con. That's when the kids are around. But at night, everybody dresses up like purple foxes and mermaids and minotaurs. And and from what I understand, Nerdy Legion will be in there in their cosplay anime costumes. Yeah, that's going to be a Choo Choo Con in Chattanooga. It's actually... In a train, from what I understand. Yes.
0: Now the in question the is, Mike: Do you want to be at the head of the train, or are you going to be in the caboose?
2: That's where the Nerdy Legion is going to be. They're in,
0: the, in caboose. the caboose.
2: Yeah, they're they're they have reserved the caboose.
0: Well, I look forward to knocking on their door and entering their caboose. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's going to be the Ferretti Brothers and Nick. You can answer all their cabooses. Just go right, right in their caboose. Yes, right in their caboose. Yes, thank you to the Choo Choo Con.
1: Chattanooga. Choo Choo, 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 Choo Con. Con. You know what just happened? The party just got started, people. This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Oh, Nick. Oh, man, why'd you send me down that pit? So many
0: rabbit holes, Nick.
1: Oh, so much. And of course, like, YouTube is just the worst. So worst. It's like, here's the official one. Nope, not the official one. Here's my homemade one. Nope, mm-hmm. here's my handheld camera. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, it was just... I, I, I couldn't even find uh, Infinity War. Couldn't even find it. Oh, oh, oh infi- so let me tell you about Infinity War.
0: So people have asked me today... Did you watch *Infinity War*? What do you think? It's gonna be so awesome. Here was my. Here's what I said, Nick. Hmm. I can't give you an opinion because oh. every trailer that I find is shit-ass quality, and I just yep. cannot watch it.
1: I couldn't even tell which one was like. I couldn't even tell. Like I saw a hand. I, I saw the hand. Like. Somebody taking it from their iPhone, obviously watching it oh, at, yeah. at like Hall H. Oh yeah. And I'm like refused to see it the first time that way. And then I saw one that looked like they cobbled together old footage with a different soundtrack. Oh, it was no. just like it was horrible, oh, dude. Oh no. terrible. So I, I just I was like, Nope, on to Thor Ragnarok. Couldn't find uh, ready player one. It was Shut it was all sad. I, I looked for it a little bit, but then I moved on.
0: Dude, Radio Player 1 has been everywhere. It was trending on Twitter.
1: Well, that's good. Good for them. Bravo. Do you understand that at, at some point, after a half hour of frustration and me only seeing three trailers, some, sometimes you got to wad up the paper and throw it in the corner. <laughs> Done. <laughs>
0: uh, all right, so tell, me, so tell me which trailers you got to see. Um. Hmm. What
1: was the first? Wait, one? let me let me see this. Cow.
0: Did you watch any trailers other than what I said? Hey, I want to talk about these.
1: Uh, well, you gave me three.
0: Yeah, so I gave you Ready Player One, which you couldn't find, and it was amazing. I'm um, looking forward to it. What else did I give you? I gave you The Gifted.
1: Yes, I and watched that.
0: The third one was Stranger Things.
1: Yes, and I watched one that you didn't give me
0: Okay, which one did, did you watch that I didn't give you?
1: Uh, of course, the one that I'm uber excited about You didn't give me, uh, Thor Ragnarok
0: Did I not mention that in my follow-up?
1: You might have, but you said watch these three
0: I gotta see, because I sent you a follow-up uh, message And I know I said, oh, you know what? The problem is, I don't know if it was on Twitter or on Or not on Twitter, on Twitter or on Facebook or uh, Skype not Facebook because mm. I'm done with that Facebook's, Facebook's done dude that, That's last year You know what I mean <laughs> Facebook's over um, I also recommended uh, Thor Ragnarok I recommended Justice League
1: I did watch that Yeah
0: And there might
1: have been another but I can't remember Yeah I, yeah, I did watch Dude there yeah. were so, I watched so many four. trailers So many trailers but I have to say, my Apple TV. When I go through the YouTube app on Apple TV, mm-hmm. that mother effer must have crashed out onto the, scr- the basic screen, like off of YouTube. So YouTube crashed and it popped me back to the to the original uh, Apple TV screen. Oh, no, dude, that must have happened fifteen times. So at oh. some point, like I said, you you grab the paper, roll it up, throw it into the corner. Like I was so done. Mm. So. Yeah, I didn't go down too many rabbit holes because it kept crashing on me.
0: All right, so so out of, out of the the ones that I told you to watch,
1: yes, what what'd you think?
0: Oh, uh, hmm, er? I mean, out of the ones that I told you, really, you only watched two. Yes. Okay, so there was so the two that you watched were The Gifted, yes. not the Chris Evans movie.
1: I did watch that trailer as well. Thank you for <laughs> sending me down the gifted with Chris Evans route, which actually I hate to say it. That looks pretty good.
0: Does it? I didn't even know it was a thing until you said it. And I was like, what?
1: That looks pretty good. It's from the director of what was it? That, uh, uh, sunshine of the spotless Mind? Really? I think that's the director. That
0: sounds interesting.
1: I think That's the director. It's just, it's a girl in school who is obviously gifted. Oh, wait, that this has been out. It could be. This, I don't know. This came out April
0: 7th of 2017.
1: Oh, okay. Well, then that came and went, and it never hit my suburb, because I I might have went to go see that. Huh. Oh, well. Reviews are okay. All
0: right, that's fine. So you watch that. That's good. Good for you, Nick. I didn't watch that. Didn't,
1: yeah, thank that God. Thank God you were on. <laughs> thank God we were incommunicado, because I'm like... With Chris Evans, like (laughs) little girl gifted, you're like oh with the hottie Amy Acker, and then I also asked who's Amy Acker. Oh, shut up! Are you serious? Yeah, I don't know. At first, I thought it was that Ben, uh, Ben Blacker, Chris Acker, whatever those those two guys that did uh, Deadpool. All right, now you're just making stuff up. No, yeah, you are. That's like a writing team. No, no, you're making stuff up. Come on, you're not playing with me. Seriously? No, I'm serious.
2: No, you, there,
1: there's you, a team that's like Chris Blacker, Ben Acker, something like that.
0: You're comparing Amy Acker to these guys.
1: I If I knew who Amy Acker was, who was she? Out of all of the beautiful-looking 20-year-old te- uh, uh, actors in that thing.
0: Because uh, there was only, a- there was Acker, only two Amy people Acker that were over the 30. Mom. Amy Acker's the mom.
1: Oh, so she's one of the few over 30. Yes, she's 40. Interesting. Oh, wow. Look at that. I don't Dude, even know who, who she, that is.
0: She was an Alias Forever. She was in Dollhouse. She was in Angel and Buffy. She was in, in Person of Interest.
1: Barely scratched the surface of Angel.
0: Oh, my God. Dude, you never seen yeah. Person of Interest? No, come on. Oh, Stop my God. domo Arigato, Mr. Robato commands you to watch Person of Interest. <laughs> Are you serious? That is an amazing show. It's uh, Jonathan Nolan. Okay, I would watch that maybe. It's so good. It's got the uh, the guy from Lost, the guy that was the leader of the uh, the creepy people on the island. Uh, and it's got Jim. Caviezel. Oh yeah, and Jesus. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Aka Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Amy Adams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's freaking amazing. Um, what's uh? Oh God, what's the the black girl's name? That's in um, oh. Fuck. she she was in that movie that just came out about the the girls from NASA in the sixties. Oh, okay. To uh, to to t- something. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. no. Uh, Tajari Henson. There you go. That's her name. Okay. She she was in that for for a little while. God, dude, that show is so good. Person of interest. Person really. Person of interest. It's freaking amazing
1: amazing been, no,
0: I'm, I'm dead serious Like a show
1: on CBS amazing that's what I said
0: so I avoided it until I think the second season or third season maybe and then it was on Netflix and I watched it and I was like why have I not been watching this the whole time
1: is it still on Netflix
0: it, no it just finished uh, this past year well yeah it's still on Netflix
1: okay, sh- that's show, all I care about the
0: show ended last year
1: Cause I, that's a show I just from seeing what little trailers I've seen of that show, like seeping into my head when I was on CBS. Mm-hmm. This is when I used to have uh, television. Uh, that's a show that I could probably get the wife into.
0: Oh, dude, yeah, for sure. It's so good. Yeah, so good. Okay. Um, so, so Jim Caviezel was is an ex spy, mm-hmm. and the guy from Lost is a, is a, like a super computer genius. He creates this computer for the NSA that analyzes in real-time data, like people data. So it, it watches CCTVs and all this other stuff. And it, can, it gives them uh, people of interest. So it just spits out social security numbers. And those people can be like killers or maybe they will be killed. And uh, so it's up to, you know, the agency to determine who they need to go after. Um, the, guy from, the guy from Lost, I can't remember his name ever, um, Michael Emerson, he has an in with a computer and uses it to find like discarded numbers. So the, like numbers that the, the NSA and stuff won't be interested in and tries to save those people. And that's what the show's about so they get like nypd detectives involved um amy acker comes in later on as a person of interest and it turns out that she becomes a very important character in the series
1: for the last like three seasons all right you don't have to ruin it for me oh my god and you don't and you don't have to sell it anymore it's amazing i will check that out If, if you watch the
0: first season you're gonna be like oh this is okay but if you stick with it, when you start seeing all the threads, like, connect, starting to connect in Season 2, you're like, holy fuck. Okay. Alright, anyways, Amy Acker. Yeah, Amy Acker's in it. God, that was just, a long-winded to say,
1: way to say it. Just to let you know, Ben Acker and Ben Blacker have written Marvel comics. I knew I knew those names. Have they? Yes, they they wrote uh, Thunderbolts, and they've written a lot of, like, Deadpool comics. Oh, interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. I uh, like Thunderbolts. I uh, don't care for Deadpool.
1: The same here. Yeah. But yeah. whenever I see their writing combo, I'm all, I always think that they, they write uh, chuckle comics. So mm-hmm. I usually take a pass. Ah, uh, yes. But getting back to Gifted. Yes. Not the Chris Evans. Wait, it's The Gifted. The Gifted.
0: The Gifted. That's my bad.
1: They, I like the two adults in it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Striker and his wife. So I guess I do like Acker. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of the kids were very beautiful looking. I was I was really expecting to see it on the on the WB network, the CW or the the CW. Sorry, CW. Yes, where all the beautiful people lie. Sure. Um, it, I love th- you know I love Thunderbird. You d- I know that's why I told you to watch it. Yeah, except where's his knife? That's all. I need to see that big honking knife.
0: So so here's the thing. So I've seen trailers for The Gifted before, and they were nowhere to the level of detail as this Comic-Con trailer was. And mm. so so that's why I was really excited to see this trailer, because compared to the previous trailers, like the previous trailers, I was like, what the fuck does this have to do with the X-Men? You know what I mean? It's like when um, I know you watch Legion, so... no. So Never have. So Legion mm-hmm. for people that have read the comics, mm-hmm. those people are aware of the connections, right? But for people that don't know the comics, like it doesn't matter, right? Sure. Um and that's kind of how the previous trailers for The Gifted were. I was like, well, like that's cool, but they're it you know, it's Brian Singer. So yeah. h- how is this connected to the X Men? And finally this trailer comes out. And it was funny, too, because I was watching, I started watching this trailer, didn't know it was out. Somehow I found it, I started watching it, and I saw uh, Jamie Chung in the in the trailer. Um, and she had the, the little uh, purple, pinkish line down her eye. And, uh, of course, I'm in our, our Facebook chat, our Nerd Legion Army Facebook chat. And I'm like, has anyone seen the Gifted trailer? Like, I'm pretty sure this is Blink. Mm -hmm. and nobody has seen the trailer at that point so I'm Mm -hmm. watching it, I'm watching it and then it gets to like the last little piece of the trailer and it starts giving out like introducing Thunderbird and I was like holy shit Thunderbird I was like Mm -hmm. that's Nick's favorite he's going to love this trailer and then Polaris we're going to get to that in a second and then Blink and I was like oh my god I just shit my pants
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and then introducing like the two kids and whatever. That whatever yeah, man, who, who don't have
1: code names. Who don't have it's code. It's just name. their name. Who don't but have then names. their last name got you very excited.
0: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So strikers are dad. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um but
1: I, I will say, Nick. Yes.
0: Um I have uh I have I have favorite ex people. Of Ooh. all time. Favorite people favorite ex people of all time. Alright. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to name those people Number one should be uh, very obvious by now For anyone that listens to this shenanigans Emma Frost mm-hmm. Of course is number one She is the best Always will be uh, Number two uh, This this is kind of close It's it's close between two and three uh, I'm going to put two as Nightcrawler uh, I love Nightcrawler Nightcrawler's is <laughs> Um Number three is Blink which wow! Is in, this, in this trailer, yeah, and that's weird, right? Because so Blink Very. was used in uh, Age of Apocalypse.
1: See, and, I never even read Age of Apocalypse. Oh, uh, are so. you
0: serious?
1: I haven't. I haven't. Oh my god, for it's me. so I just good. We should it. go
0: read it. Blink was the best thing that came out of Age of Apocalypse, and since okay. then, like, she's kind of been in canon, in and out of canon. Um, sure. All right, Blink is number three. Uh, number four for me. Um it, it's kinda tough, but I'd probably say Forge as number four. Um wow. and then number five is Polaris. Wow.
1: And then uh, that's almost so, a tie.
0: That's almost a tie by the way. Like See so you and, must
1: five. you must have been shitting your pants when oh, you yeah, yeah. saw oh, yeah. this trailer. <laughs> I was like,
0: Blink, yes, I've been waiting <laughs> for this for like twenty years. And then Polaris, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm I'm done. This show's all me. Like I'm watching this. Just give me the show right now. <laughs> and Amy Acker's in it. You know what I mean? Like, ah, <laughs> oh, just give me the show. I don't care if it's a hot piece of shit. Like I'm gonna love this show.
1: You know, you know why I love you, Martin? Tell me, tell me. is in your top five. You know, like, like come on, he's so underrated. He is. He's, uh, he's so fantastic. See, you get it. I love him, and I love Bishop, and I. And it's hard for me to find anyone that even one that even knows those two, or even finds them at all interesting. Mm-hmm. And I love both of them. Just oh, yeah. love them. Oh yeah, dude. And
0: Forge has been like pretty key, like for a little bit in the X Men.
1: Because he's been, See, he's I been, love been part of the theme in the comics. He used to just be like the worst. You'd be in three panels and then he's out. Yeah, like, he was just. The worst. They didn't. As soon as him and Storm were were done, yep. forget about it. Yep. He's gone. So,
0: so I'm going to tell you a story. So, I've I've had I have a history of this, Nick. Okay, I have a history of this. So, for we'll we'll, we'll pull a, a a a line out of Paul's uh, Paul's podcasting uh, technique. Um, so, for for a long time, I used to be a Cowboys fan, right? Um, but then like everybody was freaking drug addicts I was like you know what I can't be behind the team that's just full of drug addicts not going to be a Cowboys fan anymore and that year the New York Jets the worst team of all time became my favorite because that year their record in the NFL was 1-13 and so I said (laughs) to myself you know what this is when they only played 13 games. You remember that? Like back in the day? Oh, yeah. Like now, I don't know how many play now, like 18 or 20 games. Back in the day, there weren't that many games. Um I was like, you know what? A 1 in 13 team? Like, nobody can say ever that I'm on a bandwagon. You know what I mean? <laughs> like with the Cowboys or whoever else. Like, I think at the time, like uh, the 49ers were a bandwagon team because, you know, Steve Young was there and all those people. Sure. And um, I was like, you know what? Nobody can say that I'm a bandwagon rider. This team fucking blows. So I'm going to be fans of this team. And it was fine because, you know, I lived in New York at the time. I was like, you know what? I'm going to be a New York Jets fan. So one day when they become the greatest team in the NFL, (laughs) nobody can say, well, you're a fucking bandwagon rider. Because I can say I've been a fan since they were one in 13. And you know what? It's the same way that I look at comic book characters, except for Batman. Um, <laughs> but but everybody else, like look at look at the the top five X Men characters that I just gave you, right? Um, and like pretty close to number five with Polaris, I'll put Phantom X. And you know I love Phantom X. Um, I, like I love like the little like side characters, right? Where like they might be important for like an arc or two,
1: maybe yeah new a new writer comes on they're in love with polaris and guess what polaris gets the spotlight for five issues
0: dude let me tell you if i ever were to become a comic book writer and they were like hey you're gonna write the all new all different um i don't fucking know what would be a new title they haven't used Incredible X Men. Okay, we'll just do that.
1: The all new, un, all different, un, Incredible the X-Men. unbearable, the unbearable X Men. The
0: all new, all different, unbearable X Men. Okay, Polaris would be on there. Okay, Nightcrawler would be on there. Fucking Blink would be on there. says we're doing unbearable, I'll put Jubilee on there because she's unbearable. Um, she is. But my top five. Except be she, there.
1: she'd be out. She'd be out shopping half the issues. Well, not really, because she's got a kid now. Well, still, so she's that's what she's known for.
0: You know I mean? All right, so she's out shopping for baby clothes and diapers. Yeah, because that's unbearable. I, don't, I mean, I know you don't have kids, but I, I, you know, I've got kids. Shopping for kids is unbearable.
1: So that's and you know, do. Jubilee doesn't have Amazon Prime, so she ain't doing that. Oh,
0: she'd be. Screwed. She's got to go to the mall. God, that what a waste. Well, she's screwed then because like all the malls are closing down. You know what I mean? True. Amazon True. Prime for life. All right. Anyways. Um, so this trailer had me really excited, dude. Like, I didn't even know Polaris and Thunderbird were in here. And, like, I'm not... Uh, my, my love for Thunderbird is not quite as high as yours. Okay? But I, th- I was reading X-Men at a time where Thunderbird was kind of a big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was fun. He was fun. And I don't know what happened to the guy. But he's yeah. in the show, and that's all that matters. You know what Very I mean? Very
1: strange. And and Blink. And Amy. Yeah, yeah. you you must have been a pig in shape.
0: No, I literally shit my pants like I had to check my pants.
3: <laughs>
0: I did. I had to check them. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty excited for the show. Now, with that said, you are not I. And I don't want you to, uh, you know, hold your feelings back. I want you to be honest with me, Nick. That's what I appreciate about the show is you're honest with me. So tell me, Nick. The Gifted. How'd you feel about this
1: trailer? I I have to pump my brakes a little bit. I knew, I knew it, motherfucker. You're fired from this podcast. <laughs> I don't understand. Netflix is hitting home runs with all these Marvel uh, franchises. One, I'm shocked that this is an FX film, FX series. Mm-hmm. Sort of surprised. Yep. Or I guess I'm sort of I'm sort of surprised that the FX version of Legion isn't on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like, it just seems like those two should be interconnected. This but a, anywho. That's a
0: good point. I'll get to that later. Continue.
1: But anywho, I just cannot believe that they're hitting home runs with all of these franchises. And I mean, to be honest with you, I'm sure plenty of people at Netflix are even like, "When's when's the floor going to fall out of these? We're putting in so much money when, when's the floor just gonna fall? And I'm just surprised at looking at those robots, those like circular robots rolling after them. Good God do those things look so cheesy.
0: They do. I, I'll give you that.
1: Holy Christ. It's just and and for anyone to think that like these band, even of young, unexperienced mutants, mm-hmm. Don't, couldn't handle eight cops outside of a building? Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on. Mm-hmm. Give me some Polaris action. Just
0: come on. I mean, Polaris was handling her shit, bro. What are you talking about?
1: She was, but I mean, it looked like the one guy who started to turn, like, white. It lo- I-, I kept thinking, is he a bomb? Is he going to explode? Like, what the <laughs> heck's going to happen here? Like, are we going to wipe out the town? Like, I just could not figure that out. Hmm. I like the parents. I thought that was neat. I like that, who their parent, you know, who their father is. I think that's going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. Will it freak every continuity person out there? Are are they just going to be pooping themselves? Absolutely.
0: Well, that's not fair, though, Nick. I mean, like, I think by this point, anybody that reads comics that is looking forward to a comic book, TV show, or movie, should by now be very well aware that it's not going to be a direct translation.
1: You know what I mean? Yes, but you still get plenty of people that just want to soil themselves.
0: Well, those people are assholes.
1: I'm just saying. You know know me. I, I could care less about continuity. Oh, yeah. So I, I like I like the twist of that. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to see where that goes. That's going to be a nice B storyline through the entire series. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been a while since I've actually wanted to watch a Netflix superhero series. So I'm a little excited about this one. Like everything, all the trailers for Luke Cage and Iron Fist, none of those did anything for me. And needless to say, the first... And I know Defender I know Defenders has a new uh comic con trailer yep, yep. I didn't watch it, but that dumb trail that dumb teaser that they showed months ago that had that didn't do anything for me so I'm happy that I'm a little excited to watch the gifted. It was nice that even with the cheesy special effects, it pumped my brakes just enough to be like. Hey, hey, hey! This isn't going to be, you know, end all, be all.
3: Mm.
1: Like you, you got to manage your expectations there.
0: Well, yes, and what I really liked is they they pull the page from Legion, because even though, so so maybe Legion a little bit more, uh, because Legion has that Legion name in the title, mm-hmm. whereas the gifted does not. Um, but when when the Legion trailer started dropping. There was no X-Men connection whatsoever. You know what I right. mean? Like, if you knew about Legion, yeah, you kind of were like, okay, where's this going? Like, I know yep. the name, but I don't know where this is going. Whereas with The Gifted, it's it's somewhat the opposite. Like, you lo- look at the name. I mean, you you found a completely different movie that had nothing to do with the show
1: when you looked it up. Hey, um, am I wrong? But is The Gifted... I'm looking at a poster, and I swear that the poster says Fox.
0: Um, is it coming on Fox? I don't know.
1: Well, I'm looking at a poster. It could be made up, but it's on IMDb, so I would assume it's an official poster.
0: I mean, it seems legit to me.
1: So now, now I hate to say it, like, I was complaining that why didn't Netflix throw some money at this? I can't blame Fox for not throwing money at it.
0: Well, Fox did the X-Men movies, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that makes sense.
1: So they know, you know, it'll bring in X amount of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at what Legion did; it made X amount, and it's the same company. But obviously, they have a little bit more faith in it, or they would have bumped it over to FX.
0: So, so I'm wondering if because it's the same company, um, th- this will be a little bit lighter, is my assumption, because it's on Fox. Um, whereas Legion, what it had a, some very dark moments, you know, so it kind of sure. had to be an FX. But I wonder if because it's the same company, and it's the same universe, you could maybe assume if there's going to be some crossover.
1: Uh, I thought the tone of this trailer. I thought it was pretty dark.
0: There were, I mean, there were dark moments, but I don't think Which, it was anywhere near as dark as Legion was.
1: But it, but I mean, my my point is, it was dark. But I think it, I think they were going after the Comic Con fan.
0: Oh sure, 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 sure.
1: And that, that works. Like if they would have showed like a brother sister trailer, people would have been like, What is this? Get out of here with this. What is this Dawson's Creek crap?
0: <laughs>
1: well it's so, it's
0: funny though, because when I watched the Comic Con trailer the first time, um, I immediately thought of Heroes. Because uh, same here. The, Absolutely. The, the the premise is very similar to the original season of Heroes. Uh, with the cheerleader and all that, and yep. the the girl that plays the older sister, um, looks a little bit like the cheerleader. Um, For sure, Stryker's character is a lot like that. Uh, wasn't that guy's name Stryker too in Heroes?
1: I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they definitely could be brothers.
0: Oh, they could be brothers. But yeah. so, so a lot of it seemed very similar. Um, but I think this this will end up being more comic booky. Uh, and that i don't mean that in a bad way, I know everybody like uh there 's a stigma to that, you know what I mean, yeah, um this will be a little more comic booky, but I think uh I think they're gonna play it smart because Brian Singer is attached to it, mm-hmm. um, so I think he would want it to be closer to the movies he 's done, and it is Fox, and they already have a successful mutant property on under their you know umbrella with Legion so uh I don't know. We'll see. But I'm pretty excited for this, by the way. I'm so excited for this. Dude, and Jamie Chung was in the real world. Like, I would never... Oh, man. Jamie Chung is gonna be a fucking badass blink. That's all I'm gonna say. She was a terrible <laughs> Valerie Vale, but she's gonna be a good blink.
1: You know what? Uh, the There was one scene in that trailer. It might... It might have been in the teaser before that trailer because I watched two of them. Uh, but the one scene that... Per, that piqued my interest was the person that was like stuck in between two like pieces of large plastic hmm wrapped in plastic you mean no it looked like she she or he was running and they just took like two, pl- two pieces of plastic and like captured them that way
0: huh I have to I'm not sure what you're talking about I have to look at that again
1: yeah it's like a, a full a full person but they're they look like they're in motion but they're like trapped in plastic hmm. it, it was really neat like it was a really cool visual interesting I'm sure it's just like the a doctor or a psychiatrist showing somebody around mm mm-hmm. and, and it's just like off on one side and the camera pans by it yeah, yeah. to show all these oddities Hmm. But Brian Singer, I think he's directing the first episode, and he's executive producer, so yeah. that's that's exciting.
3: Yeah,
0: I'm down. All right, let's talk about Stranger Things two. So I watch this with my wife. She yes. Was like um, you watch this with me, right? The first season, she's like, "Yeah, I watched the first few episodes, and I couldn't kind of really get into it, so I quit it." I said, "I thought so." So we watched the trailer together, and we were done. And she says why is it called Stranger Things 2 isn't it a TV show and I was like
3: yeah who cares
0: <laughs> I don't know I guess it's just the American thing right cause like if we're right. watching in, like on BBC right like Doctor Who series 10 like that'd be nobody would question that you know what I mean <laughs> whereas in the US everyone's like well it's the same fucking show just a new year like why is it called that um I gotta I gotta say, so the trailer did not like blow me away. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the reason I asked you to watch it was because I thought it was really interesting. And Nick, I know you're a little bit older than me, but you know, I, I grew up in the eighties and there's like it's like a plethora it's like somebody vomited the eighties in this trailer. You know what I mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Like, there's, there's like 500 Ghost, uh, Ghostbusters references. Like, all the yep. Atari stuff, like the arcades, like all that stuff.
1: The Dragons Lair. Dra-
0: oh yeah, how could I forget that? Like, that's how the trailer starts. Dragons Lair. Um, and I remember all that stuff.
1: And Michael so, Jackson's Thriller. Come on.
0: That that's what got my it's... wife. She's like, as soon as the trailer started, like she heard the uh, like a little beat. She's like, wait yep. a second, is that? thriller and it's like no it can't be and then like as the trailer went on it starts building up into into thriller and you hear the the narrator from the the song in the background vincent like, price motherfucker yeah yeah Yep. yeah
1: um so which, of course like which for- this this tra or this series yeah. sure it, it it had tons of accolades won tons of awards you know huge critical acclaim this series is not going to have good special effects because they had to pay a boatload of money to Michael Jackson's estate to get oh, that, you know that song. you know song. Holy cats.
0: I don't know. I mean, judging from the trailer, it looks like there's going to be a good CG budget.
1: Except at the very end. Fog chasing people with the camera right in front of the fog never looks good.
0: Well, yes.
1: But, but I, that was the only part that didn't look good. I think everything that, else was top notch. To
0: be honest, I think that's to kind of throw you off. Because after the trailer ends and you're getting like the credits for the trailer, mm-hmm. um, it's got like the same fog with like a giant Cthulhu monster behind the fog. Oh, yeah. And it's just like red and pink lightning. So, uh, who knows? But, dude, like the first season, there wasn't. Like that big uh, CG budget either, you know what I mean?
1: No, not at all.
0: Like I, kn- I know the series has won awards and stuff since then, but there was not a big budget, uh, a big uh, effects budget. So,
1: I like that uh, Eleven is coming back. That'll uh, be good. Yeah, that'll be very interesting. Yeah, it's That's everything. Everything that I've seen, even the poster and the teaser before it. I think after this trailer. I'm going to pull the Barton Ferretti uh, blackout edict. Oh, yes. I don't want to know anything else. Don't show me one, one other bit. But I will say I am going to try to get my wife hooked into season one before season two comes out.
0: I hope it works out better for you than it did for me. Yeah. Because I tried. But, you know, the thing is, like, my wife is not at all into the nerdy stuff. You know what I mean?
1: Same with mine. Yeah. But I think it's cute enough and after watching the first season there's not a lot of blood and violence. So Ooh. I think I possibly can get her even though season 2 looks a hell of a lot darker.
0: So so here's my hope. My hope is um, my, I, as you know Nick my wife is a huge Stephen King fan. Uh-huh. And there's the new It movie coming out. Yes. Which there's been a few trailers. They look fantastic. Uh-huh. I will say this the it trailers uh, they look a whole lot like uh if i was watching a stranger things movie <laughs> so i'm hoping when that movie comes out and she watches it i can be like hey this looks just like stranger things and she'll be like yeah it kind of does maybe i should watch that i will be like yes maybe you should so that's yeah. my hope that's my hope but we'll see we'll see I know she, I, was very, she was very excited because they started shooting, um, I can't remember the name of the show, but there's a new Stephen King show coming out, um, oh. it's gonna be, it's like an anthology series, kind of like, uh, American Horror Story, oh, but okay. ba- based on, like, the town where all his books are based on.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: Um, and that just started filming, so she's pretty stoked about that.
1: I thought you were gonna say Skeleton Crew, because that was his, no, like, no, short no. stories. Nope.
0: No, it's an anthology series based on his universe. So
1: that's all right. Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah, Stranger Things looks good, man. Um, And I know you didn't watch. So you didn't watch Ready Player One.
1: No, I didn't.
0: Uh, That's disappointing.
1: But Steven Spielberg directed it, right?
0: Spielberg directed it. Um, I will say this. I'm pretty sure I've talked about Ready Player One on this podcast before if not, many I, times I, def- oh, I have. I have. Okay, good, good. I'm glad to yeah. keep track. Is that in, in our Google Docs?
1: But uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah, just you. Make sure. Just making sure. We chattered about it umpteen times. Yeah,
0: so. I just want to make sure because sometimes I don't put things in the docs. You know what I mean? I know. Uh, but Ready Player One is one of my favorite books of all time. I love the shit out of it. I've read it. Well, I mean, quote unquote, read it. I have it on <laughs> Audible, and I've listened to it. At least like four or five times. Um, and I love it. It's like. If, if you watch Stranger Things. And you're of, of that age. So I would say like. Mid 30s to early 40s. Like it should be right up your alley. Um, because this, there's so much like. 80s nostalgia that gets thrown at you. Um, aside from that. There's a lot of modern stuff. Right so there's, there's a lot of like VR. Like the future of VR. Happens in Ready Player One um plus plus some other things now i I don't want to spoil it but uh so the trailer came out and I've, i've watched this trailer like probably six times nick i'm not gonna lie to you um and i i quit at six because when i got to six i was watching it and paying attention and i was like wait a second like i'm not gonna like seeing this anymore So I I quit watching the trailer And the reason I say that is I love the book so much My concern now is When I see the movie It's not going to quite be uh, The world's not going to be The way I pictured it in my head The half a dozen times that I've read the book Mm -hmm. So now that has me concerned But it took me Six times of watching the trailer To be like hey fuck like Maybe I'm going to hate this movie but the first six times I watched the trailer, I was like, oh, my God, I, I'm like, I'm going to jizz on my screen just watching this trailer. Oh, my. It was like that.
1: Um, so, w- you, we'll see. you know what you you know what you sound like when you're recounting the book compared to the movie? Do tell uh, everyone how scared they were for the Martian mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who read the book. And they're like, there's no way they can do it. There's no way. But the, But the book was great. Sure, yeah. It's people just a things. different thing. It's actually, just it, it's just like uh do androids dream, you know? Oh like, but that's
0: that's different though.
1: It isn't different, not at all. No, for the it people is that different. for the people that read Philip K. Dick and stuff like that, That they hey, <laughs> they they don't know what they're well in their imagination they know what to expect. So So did Blade Runner live up to that? I don't know. Uh, I will like, say this.
0: I I love do Android's Dream of Electric Sheep. Mm -hmm. I've read it at least a dozen times. Um, I love Blade Runner. I've seen it at least a dozen times, if not more. Mm -hmm. Um, But I love them both differently because they're both very different. Um, And I, I could, I would never say like, oh, well, the book's better or the movies better. I think they're both fantastic in their own respects.
1: But Ready Player One could be that way as well. It's just like Sin City. Like Sin City, you picture the panels and the action differently, but then you see what Robert Rodriguez did with Sin City, and it's like, dang, that is pretty damn close. Or even if it isn't close, it had its heart in the right place. That it's like even the mistakes you can forgive.
0: So, so you're absolutely right. Um, I think the difference is, um, a lot of those Philip K. Dick books, I, as much as I love them, they're not like on the top of my list. You know what I mean? Whereas, whereas Ready Player One is like for sure, without a doubt, my top 10, if not higher. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's what the difference is. So, so I'll give you another example. I just finished reading, uh, The End of Eternity. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of it or read it. Um, there was a movie based on it with Matt Damon. It is called the adjustment bureau. The movie is, has zero to do with the book. Absolutely zero. And I had never read the book until very recently. And I was reading it and I was like, wait, I remember this movie. Like once it started going, I was like, Okay, like this concept's not familiar and I look it up and I'm like, Oh yeah, like that movie, I remember that movie and so I'm continue reading the book and I'm like, wait, this is nothing like that movie that I saw. Um matter of fact, like there is absolutely zero to do between the book and the movie that's based on the book. Um but they were both good. They weren't great, but they were good. Um and actually, I think in some respects I may have enjoyed the movie a little bit more than the book.
1: Um, but wouldn't wouldn't you say like that's an asimov book? Wouldn't you say that or like a uh Kurt Vonnegut book, Philip K. Dick? Mm. At some at some point you can't have faithless or faithful creations uh, from media unless they're trying to do like like a faithful adaptation page by page adaptation, which would be sort of crazy unless you're going to do it on Hulu or Netflix. Like it'd have to be um, multi-part. Yeah. But I mean, at some point, like the Asimov, like your book, you, at some point you, you have to look at the book and then hand it to a writer and be like, look, here's the five tenets of this book. Have these in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you look at, like, Minority Report. Guess what? The Tom Cruise movie is not even close to what the source nope, material was. it is not. But you also, like, you know it's a producer or the screenwriter that, that was like, but we did hit these five points. And guess what? The the fans of the book, they're going to appreciate that we put X, Y, and Z into it as well.
0: Sure. Well, and that's why I have, um, I'm, I'm less concerned about the Ready Player One movie. Because, uh, Ernest Klein, who wrote the novel, is one of the co-writers for the yep. screenplay. You know what yep. I mean? So, so when you have the, the original writer of the novel co-writing a screenplay, um, it kind of gives you a sense where, like, even if it's not completely faithful to the source material, it's, it's fine, right? And you, you can accept that. So, yeah. my wife and I just watched The Girl with All the Gifts. I don't know if you've seen that. Um, uh-uh. So, I watched it last year. I read the book last year. my My wife finally decided to read the book. Um, she just finished it uh, a couple of weeks ago. and so after she finished it, we watched the the film, which I had already seen. Um, and she she tried to watch it with me last year when I saw it, and she got like halfway through and was kind of done with it um, but But after she finished reading the novel and watched the movie with me. While she did not like the second half of the film as much as the first half, she still appreciated the second half a little bit more. And the interesting mm. thing about that movie is the guy that wrote the book wrote the fucking, he by himself wrote the screenplay. Like he wasn't even a co writer. Like he wrote the book and then he was hired to write the screenplay. Um, so it's the exact same creator, but. Kind of a slightly different vision of the same source material, which is also interesting.
2: Can
1: I uh, ask you is yeah. holy Christ. Um because the person that wrote the book or wrote the screenplay for that film, I just looked him up. He's the comic book writer.
3: Yes.
0: Mike yes.
1: Carey. He is. Which which is crazy. Yes. Yeah, I have to put this on my radar.
0: Yeah, you should. And I don't even like
1: horror. I don't even like horror. Matter of
0: fact, since you brought that up, I want to bring this up because I brought it up on our Nerd Legion chat on Facebook. Um, there's a new movie out, the Charlize Theron movie, uh, Atomic Blonde. Uh mm-hmm. huh. You've seen the you've seen the trailers. I know you have. Yes, or at least like a, an ad for a trailer. Um, yeah. Did, absolutely. did you know that was a comic? Hmm. Was that like an '80s comic? N- all right, no, it wasn't. the the It was a gra- well. All right, let me rephrase. It wasn't a comic. It was a graphic novel. Um, he wrote it as he wrote it as a graphic novel. It came out in 2012. Um, the The writer's name is Anthony Johnston, um, who who took over Queen and Country when Rucka stepped away.
3: Mm-hmm. mm mm-hmm.
0: um, Like Rucka asked him to take over the book when he didn't have time to do it. Crazy. So he wrote that, and he's like, it's super fun to do spy books. I want to do my own spy book. And so he wrote The Coldest City, which came out from Oni Press in 2012. Mm -hmm. And that's what Atomic Blonde is based on, The Coldest City. And he co-wrote the screenplay for the movie.
1: I... I saw the trailer when we went to go see Baby Driver. Yeah. And even my father, who has no clue that what that movie's even about, even he was like, that looks interesting. We should go see that. Mm-hmm. Like, not knowing anything other than that looked like some cool, like, spy stuff.
0: Well, so, so my, my wife was talking to me about it uh, a couple of weeks ago because she saw an interview with Charlize Theron, um, about the training that she went through for that movie.
3: Hmm.
0: And, uh, and I was like, okay, oh, so I was listening to her story, and so I went and I checked this out, and it's pretty interesting. Um, and then, like, I think it was like two or three days ago, I, my podcast app updated, and one of the podcasts that I listened to had Anthony Johnston on. Oh. Uh, talking about Atomic Blonde. And hmm. so so I recognized the name, right? I recognized the name, and I was like, what the fuck, why is he talking about, about Atomic Blonde? Um, <laughs> I go on there, I start listening, he starts talking about exactly what I just told you, like he took over Rocka for Queen and Country, he was writing um, The Coldest City, and I was like, wait, this is a comic book? Like how did I <laughs> not know this? And so I looked the guy up, like, he, he's been writing uh, The Fuse for Image, I don't know if you read that, but I love that book, like The Fuse is really interesting. And he's done so many things, I was like, I didn't even know this guy, like, was writing comics, you know what I mean? And like for That's a wild. long time, like twenty plus years he's been writing comics.
1: That's so wild.
0: And yet, like the first time that I put his name to a book that I've read is on this podcast interview talking about this movie, I had no idea it was based on a comic. <laughs> so
1: weird. And all of a sudden you're like wait, I've been reading his stuff for decades. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I, I fucking know this guy. Like, I
0: have Dude. no idea who he is, but I knew this guy.
1: It's so, oh, that's so funny. Right? Yeah, that's great, though.
0: And I think that happens with, with a lot of people, though. You know, because, like, there's, there's like, a select group of writers that, like, you know, when, whenever they come up, you automatically know, Right. So like when when, when Rucca does something or, or Morrison does something, or Warren Ellis, Garth Ennis, or Neil Gaiman, or like those kind of people, right? Like Yeah, you, you have a radar up. Yeah, you
1: automatically know.
0: Um yeah. I don't even know what, what what's what's the difference?
1: Can I give you another can I circle back to a previous Nerdy Legion episode that we've actually discussed well, of his course. book. One of his of books. Of course. Did you know that he was the writer for the Dead Space comic book that Ben Templesmith drew?
0: Yes, I do. Because when I was looking this <laughs> guy up, I was like, "Motherfucker, we talked about this Dead Space book."
1: <laughs> so both of us have read much of his stuff. <laughs> never put no it together idea about this. Oh, it's so good!
0: It's crazy.
1: But what yeah, is- I'm definitely I'm definitely going to be seeing that dude.
0: Yeah, it looks super fun, right?
1: Yeah, sign me
0: up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see it. I think uh, my wife wanted to see it. The, well, I think Reagan kind of said something about it. Zoe, of course not. Um, yeah. Which I was surprised by the way. We we finally saw Wonder Woman. Nice. Um, and I I really enjoyed it. Uh, Hope so. My my wife liked it. I was surprised. Hmm. Um, I think I was surprised that the girls didn't like it as much as I thought they were going to like it.
1: Do you think it was just slow paced? It was very slow paced. Because I I, I mean, if I'm going to detract from the film, especially for younger viewers, it's a little slow. And the comedy feels like it's comedy written decades ago. Yes. You know, I mean, you understand what I'm like. Oh, and I'm with you. For your kids, I could see them just rolling their eyes at some of the like deliveries. Yeah.
0: So yeah. yeah, I mean, like Reagan was like meh, but Zoe enjoyed some of the early stuff in like the mascara. But uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. then, then, like the story started get, to get going, she kind of wanted to leave.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: you can't do that. What
1: What happened when the Wonder Woman theme from Batman vs Superman came on screen? Did you actually stand up and applaud? I wanted to, because dude, that was like. One hour plus. By the time you got that that soundtrack, it's like, damn, you kept that on the line. <laughs> but it was such a good payoff when it did when yeah, it did good. happen. That was good. Yeah.
0: Um, it it wasn't a perfect movie, so I'll, I'll say that. The, no. The stuff at the end, I didn't enjoy as much as some of the the rest of the movie.
1: Completely agree.
0: Um, but uh,
1: but it was fun. You know what I mean? It was fun. It was a great ride. Yeah, it was fun. And and guess what it, it did what DC movies should do. It was a little lighter it was a lot
0: lighter, um, yeah, but there was there was some good action in there for sure uh, but but to your point, I think it could have done a little bit better and I think as a Wonder Woman film should have done a lot better at um, entertaining a younger audience, and I know I'm gonna get like hate email about old motherfuckers that are like no. I've been reading Wonder Woman since 1967, like, blah, blah, blah. listen, fuck you, I don't care. Um, like, this, this is how you establish a DC universe, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it really, I think, should have catered a lot more to a younger female audience, um, yep. just to give you, to, just to give them that extra umph. you know what I mean? Like, um, God... This came up in our in our chat, and I, I got a little upset. And, and Jack messaged me uh, privately, um, but the, the conversation came up about like DC ripping off uh, MCU movies. Ah, and, come on! And, and it kind of pissed me off because like when when this conversation started coming up, I was watching Civil War, which I've seen already like I don't know five or six times, and we were mm-hmm. all like my whole family was watching it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, and people were getting like super serious about it in the chat, and I'm like, "Listen, like, is it that fucking serious? Like, it's a movie based on the fucking comic. Like, why? Why is this happening right now? Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and so my so my reply was kind of like, um, "Somebody, somebody said something about, um, well, if there were, if it wasn't for the MCU, there'd be no DC cinematic universe movies. And like, I'm thinking to myself, like, are we really thinking about this? the way we should be thinking about this like we can't we can't be assholes like every other fucking troll on the internet you know what i mean like everyone in this chat has a podcast of some sort you know what i mean like is this is this the
1: one that i'm in yes i think i've been missing this part and whenever i'm jumping i gotta say for the last like week whenever i jump into the chat I don't know if you noticed my behavior has sort of changed. I pretty much say a few things and then I'm out real quick because it's it's gotten very troll like. Well, so and I and I just don't want to. I don't want I don't want to get in into those type of conversations. So
0: so, so. I want to say it's gotten troll like. Um, there there's there's some trolly behavior at some points. Um, Which I feel like is to be expected at any conversation, but I I know what you mean because due to my schedule, I've been in there a little bit less. Well, actually, a lot less than I have been. Um, Uh I've just been fortunate slash unfortunate to pop in maybe at the right slash wrong times. Mm. Um, So, like, when I popped in today, this was the conversation. Right? Like, Mm. DC Cinematic Universe versus Marvel Cinematic Universe. And so, like I had just finished watching civil war i'm 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 getting ready to go see Wonder Woman, right so like I'm coming from a a place of comics where there's already a rift, like a very serious rift in in the characters themselves right because that's that, 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 that's what the movie's about, you know like hmm. um baron Zemo purposely sets this whole chain of events up to break the Avengers up so that there's no more Avengers. Mm -hmm. So I'm done with this as I get into our chat which is all friends but at the moment that I enter it it's like friends split at a certain point Marvel versus DC. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not quite what happens in the Avengers, but like it, there's some similarities there, for and, sure. But and like the argument is, if 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 it wasn't for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there would be no DC Cinematic Universe, right? So no uh, Batman, Superman, no Wonder, Woman, blah blah. And I'm thinking to myself, are we really having this fucking conversation? <laughs> like, there's no way we're having this conversation. Like, oh, there's pretty, a way. I'm pretty sure that we are better than this conversation. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, there's no way, there's no way. There is a way, right? Because like, I, I know for a fact that some of us really love DC, right? For sure. I know for a fact that some of us really love Marvel, but ultimately like we're all friends. And why is this argument happening in this fucking chat? You know, like, and, and like, there's some people that like will comment just the trope, right? So like, Paul, yeah. Paul doesn't give a shit about the conversation, right? No. But he will, he will urge one side or the other, right? Now, now I'll give it to Paul. He was not involved in this conversation.
1: He did. But he, he is a master fisherman. Let's put is, it that he way. He is a master fisherman. He, he, put, he, he puts the troll line right, right into the water, he, no matter what. He, and he he'll did, play both sides. You're right.
0: You're right, and he did put yep. his two cents in hours later. Um, and and I will say this: uh, I'm not going to name a name, but one of the people involved in this chat uh, privately messaged me, <laughs> and and he and I discussed this separately from the group because sure, he, sure. he felt like, well, like am I pissed at him for what he said, right? And sure. I wasn't. I wasn't at all. Because I know that everybody in this chat, we're all friends.
1: Don't worry, Ronnie. You're still Martin's favorite. It wasn't Ronnie. I know. I'm Ronnie's
0: been too busy eating barbecue to read. <laughs> okay.
1: But the pork steak.
0: Yeah, the pork steak with the mustard yeah. sauce. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it wasn't Ronnie, but it was somebody else. And like this person messaged me, and wanted to make sure that like that I didn't think that this person was trolling. Because that was part of my comment, right? Like, listen, we can't be saying these kind of things. And like, this is the private conversation, right? Like, it's not going to come up in a podcast or something, so I shouldn't give a shit. But the point is, like <laughs> I do give a shit. I do give a shit, you know what I mean? Because there's so many fucking people on the internet and other podcasts trolling a particular fucking part of the argument that I don't want us to do that, right? Because I want us on the Nerdy Legion network to have honest fucking opinions and whether you like one thing better than the other it shouldn't fucking matter right what your opinion should always be true right so if you if you think one thing is true that's totally fine but what you're not gonna do is tell me the other side is fucking wrong because of blah 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 if you have a reason to tell me the other side is wrong then you will better have a good fucking reason to tell me why the other side is wrong. Because that's not how this fucking shit works. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, we all love everything. Okay? You might like one thing better than the other, but you shouldn't not like the other thing. Okay? And if you truly, genuinely don't like the other thing, you should better have a fucking game good reason why you don't like the other thing. Okay? So, I'm going to very briefly bring this up. Okay. Is that is this briefly? This is briefly. Oh. Everyone knows. Th- uh-huh. Listen how briefly this is going to be. Everyone knows, <laughs> everyone knows I have an Minute issue. 20. Everyone knows I have an issue with Tom King's Batman. Okay? Oh. How many times have I brought this up on a podcast in the last several months? Like I might say, "Hey, yes, I have an issue with this run of Batman." 140 like, times. At least. But the but but are, am I still having the hour-long fucking discussions about this? No, and I don't want to have the hour-long fucking discussions, okay? Because every time it comes up in conversation, somebody every fucking time sends me a message. Hey, blah 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 blah. Listen, I'm fucking done with it. I don't want to talk to you about it, okay? You want to send tell me something that happened in fucking Batman twenty six or twenty seven? That's cool. I will talk about it with you whenever the fuck I read it. Right now, I'm buying it because I've been buying Batman for 25 years. I own I don't know 50 plus years of Batman comics. Okay? I'm still going to be fucking buying the book. I will talk about it with you eventually. I'm not talking about it with you right now because I don't want to be in that conversation.
1: You're taking a break.
0: I'm taking it. Well... I'm buying it, but yes, I'm taking a reading break. Okay. You're taking a break. So so I'm only like one or two inches behind on Batman. It's fine. Listen, you want to send me a message about Batman, by all by all means, go ahead. I might not reply to you for months. Okay? There are certain people that will send me a message about Batman. I will reply to you immediately because I love you more than I love other people. <laughs> but I'm not. Aww. I'm not gonna have a fucking argument with you about it. You know. I was what I mean? wondering
1: why you didn't respond. Like, if
0: you're gonna message me to fucking troll me about something that happened in Batman, cool. You'll get a uh, awesome, good job, thanks for the tweet or thanks for the the messenger thing or the text or the phone call or whatever the fuck. But I'm not gonna have this fucking argument with you.
1: Okay. I get I that from wa- you I all the time. Wa-
0: I just want to enjoy my fucking comic books. You know what I mean? That's all I wanted. We're here to love we're here to love you want to argue with me about batman that's cool like just fucking message me in six months you know what i mean like I, i'm done with that shit i'm not i'm not having that argument anymore
1: but um, you have to you're on a podcast no i'm not i'm no i don't and i'm no, not you going do. to no i know you I'm will going to no you will do you explain <laughs> no i don't care i'm just all being right difficult. See, exactly i don't, fucking <laughs> I, don't care. I don't care i am just being difficult. exactly i do not i do not care I don't care. Listen, you—I don't you do, any what, you know or I do any podcast for any fucking
0: body. You know what I mean? Like, I do every podcast that I do, I do for myself, right? Martin, so I do this know, podcast. You know what I do?
1: I, I try to talk you off the ledge. You do. do you, you a do. lot of this, a lot of this shit, don't matter. It, it—that's well, what I'm saying. That's, it doesn't. That's matter. why when you when you told me like people were losing their minds, and I read Tom King's first volume of the trade, and you're like, well, what do you think? And I know when I said, oh, I didn't mind Gotham Girl and I didn't mind, you know, his two new characters, Mm -hmm. I know people lost their crap. But at this point, like... I'm not gonna engage. I, I could care less what your opinion is on that. Well, I'm so telling the, you
3: why I
0: like it. But see, but you see, you see the difference though, right? So I can oh, ask for sure. you and say, hey, what did you think of this? And your exact opinion will be, well, I read it. I like this. I like this. I didn't like this because of this. Whereas these motherfuckers are just fucking sending me messages just to get me fucking pissed off about the goddamn book that I love for fucking ever and I don't want to fucking talk about. You know what I mean? That's the difference
1: Sounds like you do care.
0: Well, I care that people are sending you messages to piss me the fuck
1: off. but those those people are trolling you. Yes, they want to get a dumb rise out of you. That's why I can't stand uh, going back to your original point, the uh, Marvel versus DC or image versus Dark Horse image versus what whatever. Who gives a shit? the The end of the conversation for me, and usually when I tune out, is people yammering on about whatever issue you want to talk about. I'll, I'll whatever issue it is. I, I don't even want to pinpoint one. I'm pretty sure you could read my mind and figure out which one I'm currently thinking of. Um, but. The im the the discussion ends as soon as that person is like, but I don't read DC comic books, right? Yes. and it's like, well, you, then you can't have that. Opinion. Well, yeah. Guess why why are we talking about this? If if your only basis of DC comic books is from the nineties before you dropped them, like I don't want to have this conversation. Then I just don't.
0: Well, and that's true for a lot of things, right? So.
1: Hey, you put out you put out a controversial cover, and people want to like just throw up their arms and like go against. Ooh, this is horrible! And it's like, but you haven't read the comic book. You haven't read the book, and and God forbid, do you even read what the writer does or what the artist does? Do you even do
0: you even know who this person is?
1: Yes, yes,
0: I'm with you. So that's why I love this podcast, Nick. (laughs) <laughs> you and I, you see, you see this, you see this. You and I, I uh, whatever. Wh- wh- how many miles apart are we? Seven hundred, eight hundred, a thousand miles. Too it many. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Too as many. I, as I look into my computer screen, you are looking into my eyes, Nick, and you read my mind. You know what I mean? Like, why do
1: people do this? What is the point? Because they want to push your buttons, buddy. But what is the point? There is no point. There isn't. There is no point. That's exactly right. And I hate right. to say it, people, like, private messaging you, it's like, dude, if you're private messaging me because you think you offended me and you want to smooth things over, that's what like, but still, like, I mean, I get it. Like, at least you're self-aware that, like, you might have pissed me off. But still, at some point, it's like, dude, all you were doing was throwing out stuff just to, like, piss off other people. Like... There, there, this wasn't a discussion. This was just like, I don't know. This was like peacocking.
0: Well, that's, so that's what I'm saying. So when people resort to the kind of comments privately that, to me, seem like trolling. And granted, they might not be trolling to those people. Now, whether I believe that or not is a different story. But to those people, it might not seem like a troll comment. And I will say this. Being on multiple podcasts, um, there there does come a time, right, where I do get messages from people that feel like they know me, right? And Paul and I have had this conversation because Paul used to get these kind of comments all the time because on, like, on Valiant Central, I always play good cop and Paul always plays asshole cop, right? Yeah. And so he gets comments where, like, oh, I can't believe blah, 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 where, like, I don't get those comments, right? But the yep. thing is, like, you know, you got you to know when, like, this is kind of a fucking joke and when this is the real fucking deal. You know what I mean? And so, like, is it – it doesn't make sense for us to not be genuine on this podcast if I'm going to get some bullshit-ass comments to try to piss me off. You know what I mean? And, like, these people might not even see it as me getting pissed off. Right? They might be like, sure. hey, blah, 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 because they feel like, well, I also don't like Tom King's Batman. And can you justify my opinion? And let me tell you this. I'm not going to justify your fucking opinion. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's your opinion to be had. If you don't like it, that's up to you, bro. Sister, uh-huh. whatever, uh-huh. transgender person. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, that's my opinion. And if you agree with me, then I appreciate it. Thank you for your support. Go give us a five-star rating on iTunes. You know what I mean? But if, 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 if that's your personal opinion, you shouldn't feel like you need to have somebody support your opinion. Be a fucking grown-ass adult. You know what I mean? Have yeah. your own fucking opinion, bro. That's all I'm saying.
1: I, I hate to say it, like, we can back away on social media. We can back away from as much or as little engagement as we want with anyone out there. Um, the only time we won't disengage is if, uh, people write to hello at nerdy legion well, and yes. ask, and ask us a question. And then, of course, we will answer that. But guess what? You're giving us enough time to think about it, or do research, or whatever the hell we want to do.
0: So, so, so that that is still working. Hello, at Nerd Legion. Uh, yeah. there, there's a new one. It's Nerd at gmail.com. That's um, both award. E- either way, I totally agree with you. Email, I think, always works out better for that. Um, but but look, here's the thing, right? Like, I, I totally understand, it. and for anyone listening, like, I don't want you to think that I'm attacking you, right? Like, I love that you listen. Nick loves that you listen. Mm -hmm. Um, but here's the thing, right? Like, um, this is going to sound super bad now that I think about it. Oh, so, so when this whole thing started, right? So this all started with Paul and I, right? Doing Valiant Central. And then of course, uh, we had Josh Eves get involved. Who was doing Valiant Effort at the time. Uh, Uh, we're doing best
1: uh, podcast on nerdy legion.
0: Agreed. Um, it's no longer available by the way
1: no it isn't
0: because he's no longer hosting the episodes <laughs> um,
1: it's into a black hole
0: it's in the black hole we were doing avar's Lone box mm-hmm. um that's no longer available because mm. i took it down um but anyways like like this whole thing built out of you know pretty much us three right and yeah. then i mean like you were you were a listener and a fan and now we're doing this podcast which has become my favorite podcast to do Um, because I feel on this podcast, like I can be the most honest out of any other show that I have done. Mm. Um, and the reason for that is like, that's kind of how we have structured this podcast, right? Like when we first started, it wasn't like that at all, right? Like it seems like when we first started, it was uh, quite a bit more structured. Sure. And, And over time, as people departed the podcast and it became you and just I, um, it just kind of became, uh, like the, the, the Nick and Martin sit, uh, 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 uh in, in toilets next to each other. Like, right. Like we're, 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 we're in, to- in, in toilet stalls opposite each other. In, in or, or,
1: or if you could picture on a comfy couch.
0: Okay. Like a comfy couch kind of <laughs> works. We ain't I, throwing I, I out the that couch. Works. I guess that works. We'll, we'll keep the catch. But you know I
1: still what I mean?
0: don't like, like that you said F the couch. No, 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 no. I love the couch. You you, can even F though I, couch. E- even though the past two episodes I've said F your couch. Yes. Um, I love this couch. This is How my, dare you this, this this podcast is like my psychiatrist's couch. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, because like even though you, like you and I might not always agree nick. No. But, but but I feel like you and I are perfectly happy to agree to
1: disagree. And, I, I and, like that you called me out on my shit and we get to discuss that.
0: Well, and you called me out on my shit. And you know what I mean? Like, and we don't hate on each other's shit, right? Like if we disagree no. on something, it's totally cool, right? And that makes it such an inviting environment for me to come and hang out after a long week. Because a lot of times oh. we do the Sunday nights and, you know, my weeks are always tough. Lately, <laughs> yes. they've been especially tough. I know for you lately, they've been also very tough. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's so it's hard, right? Um, but it's nice to have like a, a safe place. This is this is our safe place, Nick. Um, and, and and I'm glad that people find talking to me a safe place. Um, but 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 there's like there's there's a time and a place for that, right? Uh, yeah. So, so do me a favor. If you feel like you want a safe place, um, I would much prefer it's emailed to me. Um, I'm uh, I'm kind of done with Facebook. I haven't wow. been, I haven't been on Facebook all week. Uh, and you actu- like, actually,
1: actually, you have done. Have I? I? I I saw Heather's picture. Oh, 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 of of your daughter, and you're in the
0: background. <laughs> <laughs> so so my give wife it, ruined
1: such such an ass face
0: (laughs) my my wife ruined my no facebook thing for me oh it was Um, so good i'd been i haven't been on facebook all week and she's like oh i just tagged you in this picture and i'm like "Where?" (laughs) she's like on facebook i'm like i haven't been on facebook all week (laughs) do i have to so of course it's my wife so i had to of course Um, and of course i had to like it and comment on it
1: uh, yeah. Yep, while,
0: while I was there, I also commented on on something that Ronnie had tagged me in, because um, our our friend Joe Pruitt, who uh, runs AfterShock Comics, mm-hmm. um, he he posted a, a hotel picture of <laughs> of a seagull on his window, and Ronnie oh. had to make a comment about salsa dancing, and uh, you know that that's been a joke since C2E2. Uh So, uh so of course, I had to comment on it, and Joe and I went back and forth a little bit. Um, Thank you, Heather Ferretti, for ruining my uh, one-week no Facebook streak. (laughs) Um, Here's the deal. Some people actually commented on this privately to me uh, Uh on Twitter. Uh, A couple people sent me Facebook messages. Listen, um, if you send me a Facebook message, I'm probably not going to reply. Like, unless I've met you and we're personal friends, I'm not going to reply. So the best thing is email or Twitter, like private message on Twitter. Uh, Give give the email address. I'm not checking Facebook. Let me make that clear. I thought I made this clear last episode. Apparently, I did not. I'm not checking Facebook.
1: Facebook is dead to me. Give the email address one last time.
0: You can do nerdlegion at gmail.com or hello at nerdlegion.com. Either one will work. I prefer the Gmail because I've got the Gmail app on my phone. It's easy to switch. Um, mm-hmm. But that's up to you. But email is going to be the best way. Unless we're personal friends. If we're mm-hmm. not personal friends, it might take me a couple days to reply to you. If we're personal friends, I'll reply to you almost immediately. Um, that's just. But way. if
1: you're not personal friends, it doesn't mean that he doesn't love you and we don't love you. It but. does.
0: It doesn't mean that, but... My, It'll my, just take a little bit of time. My my time is slim, and because of the types of messages that I've received lately, I don't want to get into these types of conversations with strangers. Um, but I'll be more than happy to talk about it with you in email at my own time and at my own pace.
3: Hmm.
1: I'd. But I always welcome I just questions. Be fair to I don't. I don't care how personal it can get. Yeah. Or if, whatever. Whatever anyone wants to know. Answering yeah. show questions and making it part of the show is a heck of a lot different than you only having twenty minutes out of a work day to actually get any type of response in and now all of a sudden people want to like hit you up with your opinions. Like guess what? You you only have twenty minutes that entire day. You're not gonna go back and forth with anyone. Oh good sure. friend, non friend. Uh, and, and,
0: and for the I, show? I, I want people to understand For the show,
1: that. We'll, we'll take 20 minutes out. I, I mean, want we'll sh- people to understand that. Um, I, I, I will take as
0: much time as, as I humanly can to talk to everybody. Um, but at the same time, my family comes first, my friends come second, so you will be third. That's just the way it goes.
1: Yeah. But that's why I'm trying to direct people to make it part of the show because. Yeah. We're here anyway doing a show and if all of a sudden we have a mailbag of 15 questions, guess what? That's an episode.
0: Emails the best way. Do that.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Um,
0: I I have got a question cuz this has come up. How am, I, so I know you read a lot of digital comics, Nick.
1: Yes. Uh, um
0: I do read some digital.
3: Mhm.
0: I I'm still doing majority floppies
3: or trades. Mhm. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um but but because you are mostly a digital and also trade
1: reader, yep, I just got ten trades from the library Friday.
0: See that's what I'm talking about yep so so what's your what's your upper limit okay if if you had an upper limit on single issues and and there's a reason I'm asking this sure go and ahead I, I, I will get to that in a second but if if there were an upper limit on price you would pay, Uh For a single issue.
1: Oh, Jiminy. Okay. What would that be? For a new? Brand new. Brand new. Not a deluxe format, not extra nope. pages, not an annual, just a regular, a monthly or bimonthly book.
0: Just a, a regular monthly book. I mean, if you want to throw like an annual in there or something, that's fine. Or like a whatever, a special 25th anniversary or whatever, 25th issue or something. Here, Marvel's doing the renumbering. Issue 150. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, what's your upper limit on these?
1: Well, for those anniversary issues, those are always going to be more expensive.
0: But they're also like double size or triple size, right? Yeah. So yeah. You're, you're willing to spend some more.
1: I would. Yes, okay. I, I would think you would be. So so how much more would you be willing to spend on these? Well, if it's double size, I've yet to see a, and correct me if I'm wrong. I've yet to see Marvel or DC just looking at Marvel or DC. I've yet to see them go, it's a double size issue. You know what that means? Times to the price.
3: Well,
0: not
1: quite like but there is but an that, increase. There is an increase, but I've never seen like this comic's gonna be eleven ninety nine because normally the comic is four ninety nine. Like <laughs> I haven't seen that.
0: Um I think uh I think there was one of the Spider Man issues recently was like eight or nine dollars maybe um yeah but wasn't that like a triple size issue like yes, that was issue yes, like yes, 400
1: yes. or 500 well, or 700 or yes something.
0: but but that's what i mean right so like if a, if a regular issue is 399 right yes if you get a triple issue you're not paying 14.99 right?
1: like, yes agree that's,
0: that's ridiculous no one's gonna pay that but but would you pay 11.99 for a single issue if it was if it was like a triple sized issue?
1: Can I ask you a question about this question?
0: Oh, too many stipulations, Are, but continue.
1: No, 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 cuz this would this would affect me cuz you know I don't spend a lot of money on floppies. Right. Am I getting for whatever team this is? Am I getting what I would consider the A-list talent on this book? For that issue.
0: Let's just say you're getting the regular creative team.
1: Okay. Well, then that's easy. Um, looking at, like, Justice League of America, a Brian Hitch written... Oh, hang on, hang on. Huh. You there? Yep.
0: Okay. I lost you for a second.
1: All oh, right. okay. Go ahead. Um, I'll just repeat. I don't know how much you lost. A Like, Justice League of America, a Brian Hitch written issue, I, I'm not paying... I'm not even going to pay the whatever it is, $2.99, $3.99 a month. Mm-hmm. But if all of a sudden, like, Todd McFarlane is coming back for a Milestone Spider-Man issue, mm. I might... I, I, guess what? You could probably rope me into an eleven ninety nine dollars book. Because I also know he's not going to... This isn't a run that he's on. They're bringing in A-list, like... Uber like Uber fanboy talent, somebody who would ring my bell and make me pay more, because I would never ever expect Todd McFarlane to be on a Spider-Man book ever again. Eh, okay, but you mean like interiors or just the cover? No, no, no. I'm saying the whole entire kit and caboodle. Okay, okay. A cover good. would never draw me to a book enough to buy it. Yes. Especially if it's an elevated price. Yes. But you know there are plenty of like cover artists that if they were doing interiors and those interiors are painted and it's like, you know, twice the amount of pages because it's, you know, issue 100 of whatever bloodshot. You could probably draw me into that. Like you, I, I would pay extra for that. Cause guess what? That's a milestone issue. That is an issue 84, 84. Sure. All
0: right. But, but if it was like a triple size issue, and a regular issue is three ninety nine. You're uh-huh. not going to pay fourteen ninety nine,
1: or like fourteen st-
0: ninety seven, whatever that comes out to.
1: Okay, then riddle me this, Batman. You get the the triple size issue on X Men five hundred. Let's say sure. And Claremont and Byrne came back for just that one issue. Oh my! And you're not going to pay. Twelve ninety nine for that issue. All right, but that's that's not fair. Well, it's just like McFarland doing Spider Man. It'd be like Wolfman and Perez. You know, they do Teen Titans again.
0: All right, fine. Let's just say, let's just say it's whatever Amazing Spider Man. Okay, and it's Dan Slott and mm-hmm. uh, John Domenico. Okay, let's mm-hmm. just say they've been doing it for since, since issue one. Okay, twenty four issues. Now it's issue twenty five. Okay. Mm-hmm. The whole time it's been three ninety nine, okay. Except except issue one was five ninety nine for some reason, but every other issue Months was issue one. Issues. Yeah, it's issue one. Every other issue was three ninety nine, okay. For twenty four issues, then you mm-hmm. get to issue twenty five. It's mm-hmm. gonna be a triple sized, oversized issue, okay. Uh-huh. Same same team. It's still gonna be slot in Janet Medico. okay. Um, but it's triple sized. Are you gonna pay fourteen ninety nine for it?
1: What is Marvel or the Creatives team justification for that?
0: It doesn't matter. It's issue twenty-five.
1: Twenty-five is not a large enough milestone to All right, draw fine. me in.
0: Alright, fine, 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 fine. It's it's been two hundred and forty nine issues that slot and genome were doing. Yes. Every issue was three ninety nine except for let's just say like issue one hundred and maybe whatever, something else. We're five ninety nine. But now we get to two forty nine, it's still at three ninety nine. We get to issue two fifty. Mm-hmm. Triple sized issue. S- Spider Man uh the 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 undefeatable Spider Man number two fifty.
1: You know you know what could draw me in? Even though I mean I love slot, you know that. Oh
3: yeah.
0: But that's not Slott.
1: like that's not a classic creative team. Mm-hmm. To be, like, sold and sold. You know, what I, like, that is not a Warren Ellis uh, coming up with, um, like, a Wildstorm book with, like, one of the classic artists that he that he worked with. Mm-hmm. Um, but that creative team that you just named mm-hmm. for issue 250, if all of a sudden it was Aunt May dies in this issue, like okay i i'll I'll read that you could you could sell me on that and at this point like if they did a death if death of Captain America was double the cover price for the same amount of pages I probably would have paid for that like those are like important events that i that I'd be like yes 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 I need to read
0: well that. i mean you should assume there's gonna be an important event
1: at this two fifty you could assume sure but I don't know if if I'm along for the ride, if I've been reading it since issue one and now it's two fifty or whatever, then guess what? You're going to just like, if there was a double size issue and for Batman and they wanted you to pay twice as much, you would because you bought bought Batman all your life. Like there is no, there is no discussion. That's a good point. There's no discussion.
0: That's a good point. All right. But I'm saying you
1: look at something on the newsstand, mm -hmm. like let's put it this way. Like, Let's say uh, Rucka's Lazarus Lazarus mm, is book. is coming coming to an end. Yep. And the last issue is a double size issue. No, triple size. Double size story with filler, like creative filler. The last third. Mm-hmm. But they also want fourteen ninety nine for the last issue. Mm. I would pay that. Well, cuz I know I know that's the last issue. Yeah, it's and the last they issue, also but, gave me a lot of content. But
0: there. you can probably assume if it's the last issue and you're going to be willing to pay 14.99 for it, you've been reading this issue one. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. Like, all right, so maybe we should take a book that is not like that, right? So not Spider-Man for you, not Batman for me. Mm-hmm. So let's do um I don't know, let's just do let's just do something that that I like that uh is is not like holy fuck i have to have this so let's do um what's that now let's just do uh what just came out astonishing x-men i think that just relaunched right
1: how how about uh moon knight no we can't do that either oh that's an instant buy yeah oh
3: okay yeah all right
1: Um, Mm -hmm. i'm thinking of like c-level characters uh, let's just do defenders. How about that?
0: Sure. Okay. Good. So defenders, because there is a defenders book that just came out. It's by uh, Brian Michael Bendis, and it's really mm-hmm. fucking good. Um, okay. Good to know. I'm reading it. It's only like I think two issues out, maybe three. I think it's just two. Um. All right. Let's say. Let's say that's coming out. Okay. You. I mean, mm-hmm. you. You like. Kind of Iron Fist, but you like Daredevil, for example, right? So you. Oh like... no, I I like Iron Fist in the comic. Sure, but but like Absolutely. you love Daredevil, for example. For sure, um, you're like okay with the rest of the characters. Let's just say that. Um, mm-hmm. And this just came out, Brian Michael Bendis. It's out fifty issues. Are you willing to pay? Five ninety nine, probably six ninety nine, seven ninety nine.
1: $8.99? $9.99? $12. I think, $9.99? I think my price point where I would tap out, because you know, I, I mean, you started this conversation that I am a sale purchaser, a trade reader, and I'm reading a lot digitally like Marvel Unlimited. Mm-hmm. If I was to walk into a comic book store, since you got me suckered into the Valiant... Uh, Yep, pre-order so. bundles. Yep. Yep. And uh, now I'm in there once a month, and I'm looking. And I mean, I always hit you up, like, "Hey, what's good?" I always want to try something just to like dip my toe into some into a floppy. And if I saw Defender there, and it had Bendis who I like, and it had an artist that I like, I like Defenders. I like street level characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the price point would probably be about nine ninety nine before Tops, i finally right? just yeah before i tap out and i'm like no i would need it i would need the interiors painted i would need this to be a lot more of like a niche holy crap type moment for me to be anywhere above 999 for me to even contemplate
0: would, would there ever be a point where you would pay more than that? And and what I mean is on a regular comic. So on, on a single issue, okay, mm-hmm. you not you buy mostly digital. You're doing unlimited now. That's awesome. Okay, mm-hmm. let's say you're you're not even doing unlimited. Let's say you're just reading digital. Okay, mm-hmm. let's forget about some of the trades you read. What's your limit on a single just regular issue? Okay. Now, this is digital only. Because I mean, I've got I've got a price for my digital only books. Mm-hmm. I've got a price for my physical only books. Mm-hmm. So we're throwing aside that you're trade winner.
1: what's, your, is, what's your upper is, limit? Is this a one shot or is this a monthly? This book? This is a monthly book that you're reading. Well, I hate I hate to even say this, and I am a digital reader. But a digital comic book should not ever be the same price as a physical comic book.
0: Bingo. Okay, just like
1: a digital game should not be the same price as a physical game.
0: So, what's your upper limit Uh, for a digital on a regular ongoing book that you're reading digitally?
1: Two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. I think that's fair. So I'm going to give. I would even go. I would even go as high as three ninety nine. Especially if it's one of those creators that, and I love that they do this, but I'm always pissed that they do this. Uh, And they do it especially with, like, image titles where the creator will give you panel breakdowns or, like, letters to the editor or columns. And you only get that if you buy the book, the physical book. I'm totally with you. And (laughs) I love that they do that. To be honest with you, I love it. And it would be something like, guess what? That makes the physical book worth a buck more for that extra content that I'm never going to see unless I actually bought the physical wear. So that's on that's on me. We're, we're like
0: I I i again, Nick, because let me tell you, okay. for a digital only book, I think two ninety nine is more than fair for a recurring series. For a physical book. Three ninety nine, I think is more than fair. Anything beyond that, like if if your book suddenly becomes four ninety nine every single month, mm-hmm. um, I I I might consider dropping your book. And part mm-hmm. of the reason for that is I read so many books, and I just tweeted about this you know, a couple hours before we recorded this. Um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm heavily considering cleaning up my pull list a lot. Um and yes I do
1: DCBS so I get a lot for very cheap. Can uh, I can I ask you a question about yes you wanting to trim back you can ask as under- any questions that you like. I understand most comics are 599 499 399. Sure. The the amount of comics that are available at 299 is slim pickings. Slim pickings. Um but you're not paying those cover prices. I'm not. You're going DCBS. Mm-hmm. That's giving you a pretty damn good de- discount. It is. So are you looking at that five ninety nine book when they slash it in half and it essentially becomes a 2 book? Well, so,
0: so the reason I'm looking at slashing is not so much as how much I'm spending, but the quality of time that i'm spending enjoying these comics
3: Mm. okay
0: so for example uh what i tweeted out was i'm reading 75 to 100 books a month um which is about average for every month sure Uh, the majority of that is physical through DCBS. some of that is digital only Hmm. um now, of course, as I've already said, I'm willing to spend a little bit less on digital only. I do prefer physical uh, for for many reasons. Um, and some of this came up in our Nerd Legion Facebook chat earlier today. Mm. And that's oh. why I'm bringing this up now.
1: Okay, because um, I missed that.
0: You, you did. And that's fine. Um, that is fine. But I'm, I'm, I'm willing to spend a little bit more on physical... Because it's always going to be mine.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I know everyone always makes a joke about me being Mr. Roboto, right? Because I do the, the programming and the websites and I, I prefer not to have physical media. Um, but at the same time, like I, I enjoy my comics way more than I enjoy other types of media. Agreed. So, so I do own movies digitally. Mm -hmm. I don't own DVDs. Uh, My wife still does, and I make fun of her every day for them. Partially because we don't have a working DVD player. Oh no! Like our DVD player quit working six months ago, and we're not buying one because we don't give a shit. Um, It's just a lot easier to have things on Plex that we can stream. Sure um and so I prefer the the digital and movies um, that is even lower on TV shows like I think I own i I could probably count the number of TV shows full TV show seasons that I own uh with both hands Wow, and, and even that's a stretch um. Because I don't feel like there's enough quality TV show I would want to watch that's not available already in streaming somewhere else, right? So, like, the stuff that I would want to own, I want to own because I want to have to watch whenever I want to watch it. Um, Mm -hmm. I, I think with TV, that becomes rarer than
1: with movies. Can I give you my little scenario regarding that? Of course. We, as you well know, cut the cable cord a long time ago. Yes. So whenever my wife wants a series that, a TV series, that we can't grab from any streaming service, I'm always like, just get it. Who cares? Sure. And now I treat that like, like right now. She currently, like, she grabbed like one of those MTV challenges. Mm Mm-hmm. And those aren't ever going to be rewatchers. Come on, you're throwing that okay. money right down the right down the tr- the tube. Yes. But for her, she wanted to watch it, and it was like fourteen bucks. And it's like, guess what? We pee away fourteen dollars in the matter of like a day. Sure. So who the hell cares? And guess what? We're putting a hundred dollars back in our pocket every month for not having cable. Yep. So we're still at a winning position. Like my wife right now, she she grabbed like the current season of Big Brother. Mhm. And it's like, yes, we could we get like the CBS app and and just watch it that way. Sure. But all that garbage that comes with that app? It's like, eh, just buy the season. It's on 3 or 4 times a week, whatever it is for a month or 2 months. And it's like it's still under 20 bucks.
0: Well, yeah, and so and so that becomes a matter of how much is something worth to you, right? Yeah. Because like I wouldn't pay 15 or $20 for a season of Big Brother. Right? No, of course but you, not. But to your wife, that's worth it. Right?
1: A- and a- and it's still, I'm still saving tons of money by not having kids Sure. And,
0: and I'll give you another example. So, until yesterday, I had never seen and I'm going to get some hate mail from Star Wars fans. Ooh. I had never seen Star Wars World 1 until ah. last night. Okay. Because uh Friday it went live on Netflix. Ah, okay, okay. good so to you, know. So you can watch Rogue One on Netflix. And okay. and I watched it and I'm glad that it was on Netflix, a service I already pay money for. Yeah. Because after having seen it, if I had gone to the movies and paid twenty, thirty dollars to see it in theaters, I'll be perfectly honest, I would have been pretty pissed off. <laughs> But having seen it pretty much for free because I already pay, ten or whatever. What is it? Nine ninety nine, ten ninety nine for
1: Netflix. That sounds right. Sure. Um,
0: I'm I'm perfectly okay with that being part of the money that I already paid Netflix,
1: the streaming. Yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely.
0: Um,
1: but so, like you buying like, us the first season of Legion, or me buying Fargo, mm-hmm. a season of Fargo. Sure. I might watch Fargo again. So sure. Could I justify owning that season of Fargo? Absolutely. But at this point, I'm like, I don't even want that in my house. I don't want that physical media in my house. (laughs) Like even buying it through like iTunes. I just don't know. There there's, there's a million and one things that are brand new for me, just like your rogue one Mm -hmm. that I could watch on any of these streaming services the only thing that trips me up currently is when I want to watch live sports. Mm. That's the only thing. Yep. But other than that, like if I can get beyond that, I can always find something.
0: Well, and, you know, and, and, and the other part of the problem is is DRM, right? So yeah. if you buy on on Apple TV, like you're only going to watch it on Apple TV, right?
1: Absolutely. If yeah, you're not it, taking that with you. Right.
0: If I buy it on Amazon Video, that's the only place I'll
1: have it available. And, uh-huh. and you know what also could happen? And I mean, to, to your point, bringing it back to floppies, mm-hmm. you know what could happen, especially to me, somebody who I can I can look up right now. Actually, let me do that while I make my point. Because I'm dying to know, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And this is the scary thing out of like including my floppies Because I don't I don't grab from comicsology. I don't grab a lot of of their free stuff Mm because I've already read most of it. Sure. I'm not one of those people that I need to have everything. But currently I have, and this includes omnibuses, trades, as well as single issues. So don't look at this number. Like that's all you have for single issues. No, there's omnibuses and trades in here as well. Mm -hmm. But I have 28 over 2,800 digital files in comiXology. You know what could happen compared to your floppy buying? ComiXology goes away. Or Amazon just says, you know what we're going to do? Not support Comixology anymore. Dude, and this, then all this, this stuff could tonight. just go bye-bye.
0: This came up tonight.
1: And, and, I, know and I, could, I know I could I I know could get this stuff DRM-free. I get that. You know how many hoops I have to jump through to do that? Eh, I'm well, not going to do that. No, Come not,
0: on. Not necessarily. And it depends. Because outside of Marvel and DC, um, most of the comics that you get on Comixology are DRM-free. Uh, not not all the image books. Some are have DRM on it, but some of them are DRM-free. Uh, but really, like, every indie publisher usually is DRM-free. So even if Comixology goes down, you still own it.
1: Uh, but, but my point is, just to your, like, Rogue One, mm-hmm. even if Amazon was advertising, we're removing Comixology. It's going bye-bye. Grab your comics now. Mm-hmm. Just like your Rogue One? I didn't even know that was on Netflix. Right? I didn't know that either. If you're not paying attention, guess what? That deadline could come and go and then all of a sudden I'm like, "Oh my god, I never grabbed that stuff." That 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 gone.
0: Well, and so so that becomes a thing, right? So like people are perfectly happy spending 2.99, 3.99 on a digital copy, okay? But what happens if that changes? What happens if Amazon says, well, you would hope, they're like, well, if you're a Prime subscriber, you get Comixology for free. And then you'd be like, fuck yeah, I'm already a Prime subscriber.
1: Okay, but let's say you're not. Or or will it go the other way that all of a sudden Marvel has Marvel Unlimited? Why do they really need to be on Comixology? Right. I, I don't know. You don't think DC wants to do the same exact thing? Image? Dark Hort? Like, if more and more publishers left Comixology and tried to branch out by themselves, at some point, Amazon's going to be like, well, then why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. We're here for a business. Close this thing up.
0: Well, but they're not going to do that, because even though Marvel has limited, they're still part of Comixology. Not just that, they're now part of Comixology Unlimited.
3: Mm-hmm. hmm
0: Now, yes, it's a very limited selection, but they are there. You can get Marvel books on on Comixology Unlimited for five ninety nine a month. So, you know, you got to think about that. You get you got to think if Marvel is willing to do
1: that. How well is Marvel Unlimited doing? How much is Marvel? How much is uh, Comicsology Unlimited? Five ninety nine a month. Okay, then riddle me this, Martino. You're a Prime member. Yes. They said we'll give you comics on Unli- Comicsology Unlimited for an extra two dollars a month, added onto your Prime.
0: I'm down. Same here. Yeah, if they did that, I would do it. I I don't want to pay the five ninety nine for because looking at their selection, to me, it's not worth five ninety
1: nine. Agreed, but it's worth two bucks. It's worth you'll find you'll find two comics a month to read. Absolutely, and I mean I already had Apple Music, but then when I picked up the Echo, and to get you know Amazon you know whatever I I was like yeah let's spend the extra money yeah 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 steal
0: right what was it it's two ninety nine wait is that that's what it is right two ninety nine for one Echo. Right, or you mm-hmm. can do seven ninety nine for unlimited devices. Right, that's already cheaper than um, Spotify and everything else.
1: Uh, yep, and we guess what? We have three devices. Right, so it's that's a no brain. But I mean, Comicsology Unlimited. If they did that, or guess what? Like Comixology uh, the the best thing that Comixology Unlimited because they have to differentiate themselves. And guess what? Amazon's a big player and they could flex muscle if they wanted to in this environment. Mm-hmm. And they could and this is the thing that I wish Marvel Unlimited would do, but they could actually be like, you know what? You buy our service through you know through Prime. So they're, you know, you're already hooked in. And even, like, people who aren't part of Prime, they would have to subscribe then to Prime to get this. Mm -hmm. But if they just said, you know, hey, and whatever comic books come out in that month, you can read five of them, no matter what. Mm -hmm. You can read five a month. It's like, okay, so you're going to give me the stuff that you already give me now, but now I can read five current comics a month? That, like, yes, yes, yes. Like you could sell me on five, you could sell me on five ninety nine a month if you're going to give me access to read like five of my favorite comic books a month.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and I hate to say it, if somebody did that, if I was reading five current comic books, because I love hearing you guys' discussions. Don't get me wrong, it just makes me salivate waiting for that trade, and that's what's exciting to me. Right to hear like how much you're loving Mockingbird and how much you're loving this and that like that gets me excited but if I could read five comic books you know what that would do I would probably start buying more comic books current comic books I'm totally with you and I will mm-hmm. say this
0: so so when Amazon bought Twitch right you I don't know if people know this but you get a free subscription to anybody on Twitch Yep. Okay? So normally it's what like four ninety nine to subscribe to somebody per month. If uh-huh. you have Prime, you subscribe for free. One person for free. Now, granted, you have to resubscribe every month, but yep. you're saving five bucks, and the person that's creating the content is making five bucks you subscribe.
1: For doing pretty much nothing. For
0: doing nothing. Yep. They could do that with comics, dude. They own Comicsology. And, and there might be some kind of deal with the publishers. where they, Maybe they can't do that. And why the publishers don't want to do that, I, I understand, but at the same time, don't understand. Because why wouldn't you want the five fucking dollars for free? You know what I mean? Like, if Comixology Unlimited is $5.99, why can't you say for $1.99 or two ninety nine, add it to your prompt subscription, this is free to you. Because Amazon's already, like, putting money in for that. You see what I'm saying? Like they're yeah. subsidizing that.
1: I and- get. I, I get why comic, com- why publishers don't want to do that. But how long have we been sitting around waiting for the industry to change a little bit?
0: Well, and how long is that going to last? And embrace it. Yeah, how long is right. going to last? Because- Absolutely. So, so today, uh, friend of the show, Aaron Bell. Uh, co-host of Rebirthically, mm-hmm. he was talking about he was complaining about how Young Justice is coming up on Netflix. Um, I'm not sure when, but it's it's pretty soon. It's still there now, I know that. Um, but it's it's coming up on Netflix, and he loves it. He's seen it many a time, so it's not like he's never seen it and he's gonna miss out on it. Uh, but it's coming up on Netflix because DC is launching their own video yeah. streaming service next year right right so no more young justice probably no more pretty much everything dc right mm-hmm. like no more batman movies no more what like arrow and stuff will be there cuz they have a deal with cw but like everything else will be gone and will only be available on DC's streaming service um, like right now hbo's got all the batman stuff they got all the nolan stuff they got the 89 batman like everything everything's on mm-hmm. there I mean, Superman, that's all on there. When when this DC service launches, that's not going to be on there. Like the only way for you to get it is going to be on whatever the fuck DC flicks You know what I mean? Like how much uh, how much will I be willing to pay for that? You know cuz that's that's extra and not only is that extra, like that's not something my family is going to exclusively go on to look for content. You see what I mean? Like that'll nor like,
1: nor do they really care.
0: Nor do they care. Like that'll be a Martin thing. Yep. You see what I mean? Um, so, like, will I even be able to get that? Is my wife gonna be like, "Well, that's not in our budget"? Right. And I'll be like, "Well, fuck you!" Like it's in our budget.
3: But <laughs> like Batman.
0: But will that happen? You see what I mean? And, oh, and, absolutely. And like, we might be a little different than other people, but like, for how many other households is this gonna happen? And how much are these people willing to spend? Because you gotta think too, like at what at what point does this become like well fuck, I should just get cable. Yeah. Right? All they, these all these services add up. Exactly. So I'll just pay forty dollars, fifty dollars for cable, okay, and I'll I'll add the HBO for nine ninety nine. Okay, uh-huh. so you're paying sixty dollars for cable again as opposed to nine ninety nine for Netflix, nine ninety nine for Hulu 999 for showtime 999 for hbo 999 for disney channel 999 for dc unlimited like
1: goddamn. yeah it all adds up
0: it's tough man it's tough
1: but you know what i can't blame i can't blame warner brothers for doing it at least they're reading the tea leaves And like everybody's streaming, why wouldn't we want our, we have all of this content that's ours. Why wouldn't we want to be doing this? Just like HBO finally wised up and created their own little pocket. Sure. I mean, it's all, it's very smart. I can't blame anyone for doing that with their own content.
0: Well, yes. But, uh, but you got to think too at the same time, like at what point does it, not become feasible for the majority of your fan base, right?
1: You gotta think. Uh, about I would think that your fan base, if they really wanted it, they would figure out a way to be able to get it.
0: Well, it, but that's the problem,
1: though,
0: right? Because you and I might be able to say that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'll be more than happy to spend another ninety nine on it. But when you're already tight on your budget, like maybe it means you have to drop you know justice league of america which is a terrible book but you need to drop it so you can afford to buy dc unlimited on whatever whatever the
1: fuck the streaming service every time i hear about these cinching up of belts it usually comes from a person that is paying a hundred dollars for cable like Mm. there's so many services out there that people are like i can't get rid of that well it's like no you could well, that's like the thing I, too. Like,
0: I don't even know how much a cable subscription is. Right. Like, I'm assuming sixty bucks, but I'm sure it's more than that.
1: But as soon as you start adding on all of the fees, the rental unit for the actual cable box, like all this stuff, the taxes for it, the city, state, you know, all these tech ta- all of a sudden, like, I mean, our our cable was, a, I think, like we got it locked in at seventy nine, and then it seemed like a. Where before cable companies would like hit you up at the beginning of the year and start raising rates at the beginning of the year. Now, it, when we finally dropped it, we were looking at our cable bills like for about a year and like three months. Mm-hmm. And we noticed that every month the cable bill went up by, you know, like. 12 cents, 28 cents, a dollar 50 like every month like clockwork you you just started to see the increments go up. So that's sort of it's one of those things like that's where we just like we tapped out. We're like mm-hmm. no, we're done. We can always find some other entertainment. But see, I can't blame Warner Brothers for wanting to get the entire pie instead sure. of just loaning out their content to streaming services and cable services.
2: Of course.
1: Just like CBS is doing with Star Trek. Like well, I think I think that's the interesting thing to watch. Like you can't get that any other way. You got to get the CBS app.
0: Well and that, and that's the killer app, right? Because Netflix does the same thing. Right? Like yes, they still have other people's content, yeah. but they're spending a shit ton of money on their own original content. That they're hoping people will pay the seven ninety nine yeah. or ninety nine or whatever it is to come back and watch every month, and they're taking a
1: big risk. They like, are like they're reading I mean, if, they're reading tea leaves and just hoping that by even not even putting out the stuff on DVD and whatnot, which you know, know. luckily they do do for a lot of their shows, mm-hmm. but still, like, not all of their stuff is available mm-hmm. unless you have the service.
0: Exactly. And it, yes, it's a big gamble, but there's also, you know... Huge, reward. huge rewards. Huge um, rewards. But I think for Netflix, even, it's still a little bit different. Um, and, and they're fortunate enough that they can do the pivot because they've had a loyal subscriber base for a long time. Um, uh-huh. And so if they if they're successful in pivoting that fan base... Then, yes, that chance will work out for them. But for other companies, that may not work out so well, right? Like, we've talked about some of the Hulu originals. Like, eh, they've been pretty shitty, except for um, the the Handmaid's Tale. Like, that was good. Well, 112263 was pretty good, too. Um,
1: And and I like the path. And the
0: path was good, but at the same time, But
1: but the majority of their stuff, I would even put Amazon. Garbage sort of in that boat as well totally, like yeah. am, for every great Amazon there are two or three clonkers
0: and I mean like the only the only hit Amazon's had is uh transparent right yeah and now, I mean like now they're coming out with a tick which is gonna be good uh hopefully um, man but, in the high castle got ma- a lot
1: of praise and a lot of criticism. yes but, eyes.
0: But, but but it was a small niche audience
1: but I hate to say it like all of those. When you name off Netflix shows, people have subscribed to Netflix for these shows. You don't hear too many people subscribing to Amazon for those shows. No. that's It's it's great when they're there and they get them and like, oh, my gosh, with my Prime, I get all these shows. Great. And then they discover them. But they're not drawn to like, I got to get Amazon Prime because I need transparency. Mm Mm-hmm. It just, it doesn't work that way. So, I mean, you do roll the dice, and you're just hoping that you get a payoff. Yep. But Warner Brothers, just banking on some of their previous content, that's why, like, when I was buying DVDs, when you saw, like, a Criterion DVD, holy cow, was that, like, that is the Cadillac of, like, film quality. You're going to get a great... uh like director talking over the film like it, the the best print available they're gonna restore it you're gonna have all of these extras and then if anybody should be able to take their their all their content and like create their own digital channel I would have thought it would have been criterion and they just pretty much sold their catalog to Hulu Yep. Which it was smart of Hulu to be like, hey, we can go after the film fanatics. And why they never ever stepped on the gas for that? And guess what? You look at some of these digital streaming services, there's plenty of them out there that are going after just the horror fan or just the foreign film fan.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And they're making money off of it, I'm sure. But for whatever reason, Hulu does not go after that. Like, there's a big market out there for, like, documentaries. I, I might have watched three documentaries on Hulu. Because they're never, ever presented well enough to me. Mm-hmm. Whenever I fire up Hulu. But, like, Netflix? Oh, my God. There's a documentary in front of my face every time I fire that thing up. It's, I agree. strange. Very strange.
0: Agreed. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know. I don't know, Nick
1: but i think cbs is that's going to be the one to watch you think cuz so? i even i, mean, like, I even what? brought up to my wife when we were debating on getting that season of big brother mhm i'm like why don't you just get the cbs app it's right there and it's whatever it is 599 a month 799 a month and i'm like it's pretty much the same price as if you just bought the thing through itunes but you know you get a lot more offered and she, and she absolutely was just like, no, it's all garbage. I just want this one show and that's all I want. And I'm not, and I don't really want to investigate anything else that's on CBS. Mm-hmm. But will this, I mean, I hate to say it. Like I, I'm sure all the hardcore Star Trek fans, they're going to be all over it. Sure. But the majority of just people that, you know, Star Trek is just sort of. In their wheelhouse, it's on their radar a little bit. Mm
3: -hmm.
1: Like those are the fans that will just look at that and be like, "I'll wait for for it to be on Netflix," or if they don't even know that it will never be on Netflix, eh? I'm sure that'll be on DVD. I'll just grab it that way. Right. So, I mean i I think this is a big experiment. It's a fun experiment, but. I don't know if it's going to actually push CBS. The thing with CBS, like my wife was even pushing me to get CBS for uh, college football or professional football.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I tried it out. I tried out the CBS app when it first came out or when it hit my radar last fall. Mm-hmm. And you can watch anything on the app except for uh, all of the licensed sports. Like, I could get, like, college basketball or golf, but football, they're smart enough to be like, you know what, we can have our own app.
0: See, that's a, that's always a problem, though. And you know what? I, I don't think that helps. Because um, I've, I've read some articles recently about ESPN losing a shit ton of money um, because a lot less people are willing to spend the money to add ESPN uh, to their packages, or even pay yeah. for cable in order to subsidize ESPN, and ESPN yeah, they took a, a ton of money. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, they took like, a bath. Absolutely,
0: that, that's not smart. Um, and I, I know what you mean about CBS, but like, am I willing to spend $7.99 just to watch Star Trek Discovery? Probably not.
1: Yeah, agreed. Big Big Bang doesn't draw me into. Into CBS, you know, like every time I hear of a show that that's on CBS, I in my head I'm always thinking that'll be on Netflix in three well, years. Exactly. I don't. I don't need to. I exactly. don't. I don't need to watch that right now.
0: Well, and the thing, so the thing becomes, well, what if it's no longer on Netflix, right? So we talked about the the DC Unlimited thing, right? If, if Young Justice is no longer on Netflix, I'm mm-hmm. willing to spend. $7.99 for DC Unlimited to watch Young Justice probably not you know what I mean but like no. if, if you're telling me like all the the Nolan movies are all there uh all the, the Batman Nolan movies you tell me Batman Superman's on there Man of Steel Young Justice um I mean what about the CW stuff Is not gonna be on there cause that's DC
1: what about the direct video stuff?
0: What about the direct video? Like, is it like if the direct video stuff was on there,
1: that's probably worth the ninety nine. You know what I mean? You know what they could sell you on day one. Like this is going to be like the killing joke. It was in theaters on whatever it was Monday night. Yep. And then in stores on Tuesday. I went to see it in theaters. Same here, but like, on iTunes and streaming, like, places, you could buy the digital copy. When was it? Monday? Yep. Like, before it even hit stores. Well, guess what? If they want to do that DC Unlimited app for streaming, they have to bake those, like, directed videos like, that's a day one. You don't even have to wait for, like for it to hit stores you're gonna have that before the store and And you'll get a crap ton of people signing up just for that just for those three times a year that those videos come out
0: it has to be an advance and exclusive because right now you can purchase almost every single TV show or movie digitally somewhere or other before the DVD or Blu-ray comes out Okay, like i I'm, I think like right now it's about ninety percent of everything that comes out you can buy digitally at least a month before the Blu ray or D V D comes out. So right. so at, at that point, like if you're if you're telling me um yes, you can go watch let's just do the killing joke. Uh, you know, there's a new one coming out. Harley Quinn and Batman's coming out, okay? That's uh-huh. the next one. Um, yep. I I can go watch Harakun and Batman in IMAX for whatever. I'm spending 20 bucks a ticket. Um, Or if I'm a a DC Unlimited subscriber I can watch it in the comfort of my own home the same day as it comes out in theaters. Yep. Um, And it's it's going to be available to purchase digitally or DVD a month later. But for that one month and i don't i don't think any more than a month would make sense by the way um, but just for one month you can get it on the service i'm i'm okay with paying the ten bucks a month to get something like that a month early you know what I mean because uh-huh. because for the most part i'm not gonna buy them um, I usually buy the ones that have Batman in them uh-huh. um, but like some of the other ones i'm not gonna buy like i'll watch them over and over. You know what I mean? Like I might rent them a couple times, but I'm not going to buy them. I don't know.
1: I think that's the company standing up to the cable services Mm -hmm. for all these. Because you know they make some money off the on-demand. Oh, sure. But they either have to stand up to them and be like, hey, we're putting it out at the same time. Or you have to wait for these sweetheart contracts to run up. And then that's when DC says, hey, you used to have the exclusive for a month before the DVD came out. Mm-hmm. Well, we're putting it on our streaming service the same time. I mean, look at HBO. That's exactly – you think HBO just all of a sudden developed an app and it's like, here it is. Right. Or did they wait until their contract with all of these cable companies and you know satellite companies ran up and then they were like, nope, this is what we're doing? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I hate to say it, like, you look at Game of Thrones or Walking Dead or House of Cards, all three of those are really the only water cooler type shows out there. Yeah. Like, there yep. really is no other water cooler show. So why do I need, uh, like, the CBS app? Why? Right. Like, I tell my wife all the time, like, we can watch, like, the ABC app free on our uh, Apple TV and it's like we're watching something in the nineties <laughs> because we can't skip through the ads, so we're physically locked into watching a complete one hour show. Mm-hmm. It's not a forty eight minute show. It's an hour show because we're sitting through all the dumb ads. Right. But they have us locked it like, guess what? That's how you should be offering your content. Well, you know see, then you then you could go to the advertisers and you could be like, yo, we have this many people, because guess what? We can, we can see streaming numbers. We have this many people streaming, and they're locked into watching your commercial compared to a cable company that has it on our DVR, and they can fast-forward through the commercial.
0: So so the CW app is completely free. Mm-hmm. And yes, I do watch CW because I watch Arrow and Flash and Legends of Tomorrow Every fucking new episode that comes out, okay. I don't care if you hate the the shows. Fuck you. You're wrong. I love them. Um, And the app is free, so I'm not paying anything. There there, there's ads, Mm -hmm. but it's like one maybe two ads every couple minutes. Like I'm alright with that. You know what I mean? Same here. Like what's what's wrong? Like everyone. So here's the thing, right? People don't realize everyone needs to make fucking money.
1: You know oh, I mean? realize like no- I realize that nothing's
0: free like this this podcast I mean sponsored by DuckDuckGo three cents per person that we send over there you know what I mean like that's yeah. not paying for this podcast no I mean you could go buy some shirts there are shirts and hoodies and mm-hmm. mugs you can go to nerdlegion.com or no it's nerdlegion.threadlist.com Nick, you know, you've you, you bought Threadless stuff before. Quality Absolutely.
1: products. Quality. Quality, okay. Made, uh, from, from a U.S.-based company.
0: U.S.-based company. Made in America. Let's make America great again. Amen. Okay? You know how you make America great again? You support the Nerd Legion Network. That's how you mm-hmm. do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this shit ain't free. You know what I mean? Like... It might be free to some of the hosts, right? Like, Nick's not paying for this, this network. Paul's no. not paying for the network. Aaron's not paying for this network. Guess, we, guess what? It's coming out of my pocket. Do I want yes. about it? No, because I love doing this fucking show and this motherfucking network. But you know what? Go buy some goddamn
1: t-shirts! I don't like it.
0: America! That's all I gotta say. Anyways, uh, CW doesn't make any money on the rap, you know what I mean? Like it's free. No. We got ads. You know what? I'm okay with watching an ad. Because I'm watching the fucking
1: show for free. Right. That's how they should be doing that's how every every channel not every channel, but all of the major channels, that's what they should be doing.
0: Well they they should, and I think they do. But you know what the problem is? Nobody wants to fucking pay for anything, Nick. I know. That's it's crazy. It's
1: crazy. Like, what sense does that make? Yep. Are you? But don't you feel me? don't you feel like you went back in time though? Like oh, now uh, sitting yes. sitting through an ad, I never used to. But I also paid fifteen dollars a month to have a DVR.
0: Dude, on so on Hulu, I pay the extra. I think it's like two dollars extra. Sure. Uh, maybe three to do the ad free. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Like, it's ad free. I'm still fucking paying for it because it's I'm paying to not have ads. You see what I mean? Absolutely. Like, that's the same thing. I choose. But I, not, I I choose not to have ads, and that extra money that I pay is going to this company so they can provide me with this free motherfucking service. That's technically not free because I'm paying for it. But you know right? what? Like, it's there. Like, I'm okay paying for your content because I feel like it's quality enough where I can get your content. And I'm more than happy to pay for that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't understand. Yeah. Like, what? Why? Why? Look, I. I, I <laughs> n- nobody call uh, McCarthy or anything. But look, I, I've, I've been kind of a socialist my whole life. Okay. Like, I'm I'm okay with the Ooh, free shit. Just- you see what I mean?
1: The, the Red Scare. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a commie. I, 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 <laughs> as, as the the uninformed would say. Um, but you know what? Like, even for commies, bro, like, the shit ain't free. You see what I mean? Like, what? why are people so adverse to paying for stuff? Like, do they not feel like it's worth their fucking money? Like... If, if so, if you listen to the show, Nick, this show guaranteed minimum two hours every single week. Chances are, a lot longer than that. Okay, so if I were to say, Nick, from now on, you can only get the show if you pay us. Let's just say a dollar per episode. We're not, we're not doing this. Okay, but let's just say, are you telling me if you've been listening? How many episodes have we done, Nick? A hundred and something. Let's just say a hundred. Are you telling me if you've been listening to this podcast for a hundred episodes, this podcast is not worth a motherfucking dollar, don't you? That's some bullshit. And it should be the same thing with these shows. I mean, the fucking shows cost how much money to make, Nick? Tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. You see what I mean? For sure. Like we're not spending a million dollars to do this episode. I mean, yes, it might seem like it to some people.
2: We are because the, the
1: production,
0: the, the 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 high quality of production of this podcast. Absolutely. You know what I
1: mean? For we, sure. We
0: spend at least a million dollars per episode, but we don't ask for a million dollars back, right? No, no. We ask goodness you give, of our heart. We ask you to give back whatever you feel like giving back, and you know what? Right now, that's nothing. Yes. We're okay with that. That's alright. But but these fucking channels, bro. They 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 gotta make money. You know, it's like comics. How are you gonna keep getting your comics if you're not motherfucking buying your comics?
1: Yeah, I had uh I had somebody offer me their uh comicsology login credentials so I could read a comic book.
0: Hmm. I mean like that might be okay for once in a while, right? sure so, so yeah. like so like I get a bunch of digital comics for free from publishers mm-hmm. I've offered them to you before you don't mm-hmm. want them because you want to pay for them and I think that's very noble yeah right because even though these are being offered for the express purpose of let's just say being shared because to be honest like when they're shared they're shared with a group of people that will you know somebody will pick that to write a review for example um, yeah absolutely. So, like it's not like we're technically pirating. like this is being offered to several people um, who want to read it. and and when you're offered, you don't want to read it because you feel like you should purchase whatever you want to read. And I feel like that's a, a very noble achievement. and And I feel the same way because a lot of times, I will be offered books that I will refuse to read until I buy them. For example, the Aftershock books we get for free mm-hmm. but whenever I get sent the review copies I don't read them until the books come out that Wednesday right there so, you go. so yes it might mess up recording the Aftershock Central podcast because we might have to wait an extra day or two mm-hmm. but at the same time like I don't give a fuck like, I'm not doing this to get free shit I'm doing this to talk about stuff that I enjoyed talking about and one of those things is AfterShock. And I'm gonna buy the comics regardless.
1: Well, and they're also sending you codes uh so that you guys will have something to talk about and review and sure. you know, comment on. Obviously they're proud of their product and they just want more people to, you know, to put it in their eyeballs. Mm. So I can't I can't blame you for getting it there's plenty of stuff you should pay for. There's also plenty of stuff you don't need to pay for. You could put your dollar somewhere else. Absolutely right.
0: Well, and so here's the thing, too. Like, if if I'm going to review a comic, I don't want anyone to ever say, well, Martin gave that comic a five out of five because he got it for free from Aftershock or Valiant or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? Payola scandal. Like, there's no payola here, bro. If I'm going to talk about something, I will tell you straight up if I like it or don't like it. Okay. Right. This includes Tom King's Batman, by the way, Daryl Taylor. So quit bringing this shit up too. Okay. Hmm. Even if DC gave me free copies, guess what? I'm not fucking talking about it.
1: But, but, but also, if you were railing against something through, you know, th- that Aftershock puts out. Sure. And Aftershock all of a sudden said, stop sending those dum dumbs codes. That's their prerogative. They could do that. Oh, sure but do i blame you for not spending a penny because they're sending you digital codes? no. well, and guess but what? but as as long as that understand as long as that is an understanding between you and aftershock that i'm going to review this yay or nay and if if you guys put out something crappy, i'm going to review it just like that. and you know, keep your digital codes, i don't care. like who cared? Like I, well, I have no well, like. There is no like. I am not doing what I'm doing as a soapbox thing. I don't review comic books. It, Believe it, me, if AfterShock wanted to send me all of their comics, I might start talking about them. Absolutely. For but will I be talking about the positive as well as the negative? Sure. Until until AfterShock or another publisher is actually paying us to be a sponsor then guess what we might tone down the negative aspects and highlight the positive aspects. because nope. guess what they're a paid sponsor nope disagree oh no i i i'm all for nope. that i have I, no problem with that i
0: feel like even if a comic book publisher decided to sponsor this podcast if i felt like the product was not up to par Mm -hmm. Um, either a, I would not accept the sponsorship because I would not believe in the product or B, I would still speak about the product honestly, because I think regardless of whatever happens, if we ever actually, uh, quit pretending to have sponsors on this podcast, uh, Mm -hmm. which, which I love our pretend sponsors, matter of fact, uh, they're my favorite, um, but I feel like if we ever had actual sponsors that it, we, we genuinely talked about and decided that we really believed in to sponsor the show, I feel like we really should believe in them. You know what I mean? Sure. And if they offered a but, product that was bullshit, then I would still say this product's bullshit, but thanks for sponsoring.
1: But you, I think you misread me. I said I would highlight a positive instead of highlighting a negative.
0: I would still highlight a positive, but I I, I would not shy away from a negative.
1: I can look at, like, your least favorite Valiant comic, and I can find something positive in that series or issue. Mm -hmm. I might not talk about 90% of it because 90% of it's crap. But you know me. I have, like, unicorns and rainbows. Oh, like, yeah. it's... It, not everything that's being put out is something that I am completely 100% behind.
3: Sure.
1: But guess what? If somebody is, like, putting money out there and they're like, look, I know this is a load of crap, just, if you don't mind, don't highlight this part. It's like, yeah, okay. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no... Pro- like... Just like you guys getting digital codes, I mean, I hate to say it, to go back to your previous point, digital codes, like these aren't unique codes. Like that's oh, one file that that millions and thousands of people get.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like that's why that should not be three ninety nine or four ninety nine or five ninety nine. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be the same price. Mm-hmm. But like, aftershock sending you, Ronnie, Aaron, who, whoever, Jack. Digital codes. I, I'm not. I'm not looking at that like they're paying you off. They just want you to read the entire line of comic books so you guys can have something to talk about.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you guys feel like you have to go and buy Cover B of you know Black Eyed Kids, well then go ahead. But I'm sure aftershocks. Like we don't care if you buy it or not. I mean, it's great that you want to buy it, mm-hmm. but we would like you guys to talk about it over buying it. Well, and
0: and you and I have talked about this before for other publishers who were like, well, if this is how you feel, then we're going to take your digital copies away. And my response was, well, fuck you then take them away because I don't give two
1: shits. Yeah, absolutely. And that's exactly how it should be. Because no one, unless they're paying you, and even if they're paying you, there's got to be like an understanding as well as something written up in a contract saying, we don't want you to talk about this. We want you to treat the product like this, blah, 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 blah. But like, there can't be an under, you know, an unwritten understanding of like, well, since we are giving you these digital copies, you best not talk. Mm. bad about us period or we'll send the law after you know it's like oh my god are you kidding me
0: so what you're saying is we shouldn't do what Bleeding Cool or comic book resources or those kind of websites do oh wait wait I didn't mean to call them up by name uh uh, we'll just call them Cleaning Bull and (laughs) uh Rusanama and uh 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 Bamek Cook Resources. There you go.
1: There you go. Is that bad? I don't. I don't think any of those writers for those sites should have to pay for any of their content.
0: Well, and then the funny thing too is, then you have like other smaller websites uh, for people that are generally fans, right? That get those comics and they don't get fucking paid for any of the shit, right? Like they're just doing because they want to get the free comics. Yeah. Um, you you guys are a bunch of assholes.
1: Like it's it's good for people to disclose stuff like this. Like my wife and I will sit and watch like unboxing videos here and there.
3: Yeah,
1: and my wife's like, "Oh my god, this person buys like twenty five boxes a month. How can they afford all this stuff? You know, like loot, like loot crate and stuff." And I'm like, "Do you really think they?" They buy all of these boxes. No way in hell. Mm-hmm. Look how many look how many subscribers they have. There's yep. no way. They might pay for three out of the 25. But you know what? They never ever disclose like, oh, this was a sponsored one. Oh, this was like, that's the shady part. Mm-hmm. I mean, if somebody told me like, oh, they're a sponsor, then at least I can take their opinion on said video game or comic Mm -hmm. with a grain of salt. Mm -hmm. But if it's a reviewer from one of those websites that you named, like, I would hope that they would get the product to review. I mean, that's like asking a person who reviews cars to buy every car that they're going to review. That can't be done. Come Mm -hmm. on.
0: Just to give it scenic that's why we will always have listeners but we'll never be rich of this podcast yeah
1: the bad thing is you're always in the hole every year for oh, all right you there yep
0: it's fucking my i think my little headphone jack is messed up uh oh it keeps uh keeps acting up on me
1: uh oh mhm mhm are you working tomorrow i am Jesus, I think this is the latest we've ever talked on a Sunday.
0: Holy shit, we've been
1: talking for two and a half hours? (laughs) And we started late, dude. God
3: damn.
1: I know. This podcast is the best. (laughs) While you were gone, while you took a little hiatus, I'm I'm guessing to go to the bathroom, I already went through comiXology sales. But now that I have Marvel Unlimited, those Marvel sales on Monday don't Mm -hmm. really ring that bell like they used to.
0: Is there anything good on, on Comixology right now that I should be buying?
1: The sales? Yeah, just whatever. Or just in general? Sales. Uh, they have a Cosmic Cube sale going on. If you were into that.
0: Uh, nope.
1: But I have Marvel Unlimited, so I'm guessing all of that stuff is probably on Marvel Unlimited. Yeah, yeah. So so
0: i'll skip all that so nothing good this week that's a shame shame well
1: at least for monday
0: um so i want to so i want to update um oh my god wow um i want to update i I was going to read a bunch of comics today because that was off today and um i I read nothing no i read nothing um, I watched, uh, Wonder Woman, and, uh, I hung out with the kids and played some games, and that's about it. So, um, but, but as I told Nick, I did start reading Spider Island, and, uh, I, I, I like whatever it's so far. I'm only, like, two wishes in, so I can't really say. It's fun. But, uh, yeah, it's fun. Dude, you know what? Like, I love all the Spidey events. I don't care what anybody says about Dan Slot or anybody else. Like, fuck you guys. This shit's fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah.
1: People people want to rail against whatever. I just I can't buy into it. Slot yep. is slot. Just write some fun stuff.
0: Yep, agreed. Um, also, I am Gotham came back. Finally, oh. episode yes, six I
1: came did. out. I listened to it.
0: Um, I, I just uh, so the reason I say holy shit is I just I just signed on to our uh, our, our podcast host. Um, uh huh. Because I'm, I'm I'm about to post a, a new episode or something. And, uh... Holy shit, 10,000 downloads for
1: the last episode of I Am Gotham? Well, fuck! I've been telling you, people have been waiting.
0: So, uh, yeah, so there's going to be a new episode of I Am Gotham out uh, tomorrow. As we record this, by the time this comes out, it'll be like yesterday or two days ago. Uh,
1: is it is it hard for... with I Am Gotham? Is it hard to... Uh, navigate the PC world that we live in now and talk about some of those issues.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Did, you when you that? Were, did you notice oh,
1: that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. I, found, I found it excellent.
0: Um, it, it is hard, you know, because, like, yeah. you, you got to remember, like, a lot of people don't think the way that I do, right? So, so, so one of the issues that I read in Detective. Like there's some pretty blatant racism mm-hmm. against, against uh, Chinese people, yep. um, but like as I'm reading it i don't I don't read it that way because I understand the time that this was happening, um, and I understand the language that it's spoken in, right um, but for people that like have no idea if they were to pick that issue of detective up they'd be like, "Well, fuck this shit, like I'm not reading this ever again You know what I mean because <laughs> yeah. it's like it's blatant. Oh god, it's, yeah! It's very blatant. Um, so you, I mean, like, you just gotta, you just gotta think about the time that you're reading a certain book, right? For uh, sure. Like we've got modern sensibilities, but like you, you, there's, you cannot judge a book from seventy-five, eighty years ago the no. way that you would judge a book that's written now. It, um, that,
1: I I'm, can't, I can't even judge the books that were written in the seventies and eighties. Sure, or even nineties. oof.
0: Right? that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's not even that long ago. No, not um, at all. So so when you read these these old books, you gotta you gotta just kinda have an open mind. Um mm-hmm. and I think that's like you you know, for example, that I I've I've just been really like digging into golden age shit. Yeah. Um, just a lot of different things. And I'll I'll talk about that at some point. Um I just feel like as much as I want to talk about some of that stuff, I feel like Genuinely, it will bore some people. Um, because I, I just, I, I don't think a lot of people will be interested in it. Um, because, because it's so niche. It's like, um, you know, like when I talk about anthology books. So, like, I've, I've wanted to talk about these Tales from the Crypt books that I've been reading.
1: Oh, I'm dying for you. Too.
0: And I, I know you are, but like, I'm, I'm, cons- like, I don't want people to tune out when I start doing that. Um, because, it, it, like, I don't, I don't know, Nick. Like, antholo- uh, anthology books don't do well. However, I will say this. I will say this. Um, when 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 I record this podcast with you, my friend, Nick, mm-hmm. um, this is like um, this is this is uh, psychotherapy for me. Oh well, boy! So so ninety nine percent of the time, I really could give two shits what people think about what I record in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, some of the other shows, maybe I might care a little bit. Um, but this particular one, I usually don't give a shit. So I, I probably will. Um, I'm almost done with Volume 4 of Tales from the Crypt. I was hoping ooh. to be done today, but I, I'm, I'm not. Um, so when I'm done with that, I might start talking about it. I don't know yet. Um, I've got some other things.
1: Can uh, I propose something? Because I didn't ooh. know where you were going to talk uh, Tales from the Crypt. Yes, Uh, and I was hoping it was going to be Nerdy Legion but if it isn't, it isn't. Um, You know I only we're here talking about stuff we want to talk about so I want you to talk about this. I don't care who's going to be zoned out and who's going to turn off. That that doesn't interest me at all. I don't care about the number of downloads. I could care less. Mm -hmm. Um, You might be different, that's fine. But maybe we could if you wanted to do it on dirty legion maybe the tales from the crypt whenever you feel up for it we don't even have to do it just all in one episode but however we want to break this up maybe we sock them away and then release them before uh, halloween
0: oh that could be interesting yeah well, so because so, uh, uh,
1: then we could sock away like even if we did two or three, we could sock them away, and that and all of a sudden those could be bonus issues, you know, three weeks before Halloween.
0: Well, so so the thing is, so I I'm I'm doing the tales from the crypt stuff now, um, mm-hmm. but I do have some of the crime suspense uh, stories that EC Ooh. archives did. Um, yes. I have some. Uh, what's it called? I think it might just be called science and fantasy um where they're like you know like 50s and 60s like typical sci-fi stories yes um i've got a couple other ones uh because they had like a few different horror series um those so are fun i want to do like uh, so maybe what i should do really nick is quit reading Tales from the crypt which i love it's so much fun I bet, um I and just like go to the different books um, and ma- the maybe different like, genres, yeah, different genres, and maybe like read one of each, and then then I could talk about what I've been reading. Because um, mm-hmm. like, God, it's so fascinating. Like I don't know. Here, here's what you should do. Did you buy any of the romance ones? I have one of the romance ones
1: because I would love a modern perspective on those. Yeah,
0: I have one of the romance ones. Oh, and, and I will say this. Apparently, mm-hmm. Jack Kirby did a lot of romance books uh, oh, back in the day. That's so good. I, I haven't read those, but um, I'm, I want to read them. So, so romance would not at all be my genre. But right. just the fact that Jack Kirby would write romance stories. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that was when he was at Marvel. Um, but just the fact that he would do that has me very intrigued. Um, so I might do that, and and I will say this. I will preface with this, uh, hmm. is that um, I do have some fourth world that I purchased um, that I will be reading, not immediately, but fairly soon, because um, there's a lot that I want to get to beforehand. But we might have an all Jack Kirby episode
1: uh, fairly soon. I would love that. Yeah,
0: that that might happen.
1: I need you to fear, fill my ear holes with
0: knowledge. <laughs> yeah, that might happen.
1: Because anyway. I've, ol- I've only read capes and cowls for Kirby, so
0: that's pretty much whatever it also. So yeah, I'm, so I'm I would love to interested. hear your perspective. Yeah, I'm very yeah. interested.
1: Uh, and just like we have Nerdy Legion After Dark, I mean, we could be doing you know EC Collection One, and then you know you just talk about it for however long. Even if we broke it out and like that was twenty eight minutes, and then we go on with our normal Sunday chit chat.
0: Yeah, that might happen. Well, the thing is, like, I I know that you're going to be interested in it, but like, I don't I don't want to come on this podcast and just talk on my own. You see what I mean? Like, what sure. I, what I like about this show is that we have a genuine conversation.
1: Okay. Um, I So I don't want Well, to you know that. me, I, I, can, I can easily bring the, I'll be inquisitive, let's put it that <laughs> way. There, the, it will still be a back and forth. This will not be a monologue. Mm. You'll, you'll not be doing your uh, I am Gotham here, sir.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you.
3: I hear you. Mm.
1: But, oh, <laughs> God, I would love it. I just want to hear about him. And I'm wait. I'm eagerly awaiting for when they actually have one of those sales again for those. Oh yeah, those you, books. you gotta pick them up when they do. Yeah. I, I want will, the I western. I though. want the west. I want the western and the war. For whatever reason, I'm really interested in the western, the war, and the romance ones. I don't have any of the western stuff. I don't know why. I just am.
0: Well, I know why. I don't. Because I, hmm. I I I like the horror stuff, so that's mostly well, what yeah. I purchased. Um, that's interesting. Though I might check some of that stuff out. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see.
1: I will tell I think you this. I think it's Paul Paul Miotti who got me into that through Jonah Hex. Mm. God, like Jonah
0: that's Hex is good.
1: Yeah, that sort of inspired me. Like all of these, just one issue, you know, one and dones It ah. Oh it just inspired me, like, I want to read more of these, and in the 60s they were actually, you know, 50s, 60s, they were doing them real good we should do a, uh, a Jonah
0: Hex book club
1: mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would reread that mm. sign me up I'd be so doing. did we hit your points that you wanted to talk about uh, regarding uh, paying uh, you know what, what would you pay for your cover There, there's so many
0: more there's okay. so many more but we're. we're I, I'm, I'm done for tonight dude uh, this, this has been a, uh, a two and a half hour discussion <laughs> and uh, to be to be frank on this particular topic I feel like I can go at least another two hours um, I, I've had a topic that I wanted to talk about for a couple weeks um, that uh, I feel would go another couple hours so you know what I'm just not going to do either of them it's just not going to happen
1: Put that topic in the Google Doc. We'll talk about it later. Uh,
0: I'll put it in the Google Docs. Uh, everyone should go pick up some EC archives. Um, I don't care what you pick. They've got so many genres. Just pick one, and uh, and, and read them. They're they're really fucking
3: fun.
0: Um, the uh, the oh, they're the dated.
1: They're dated in the very best way.
0: They are dated, but you know what? Like they're still relevant.
1: Yeah. The the storytelling alone and the visual storytelling, yeah, yep. yeah, it it can't be beat.
0: Anyway, I get mine on Amazon. All the hardcovers are roughly thirty bucks. Um, how many stories are in it? I don't fucking know. Way more than uh, thirty dollars worth. How about that?
1: The page count's really good.
0: Yeah, the page count's pretty good, but you know it's a hardcover, so it's a little oversized. Um,
1: the qual the quality of the like binding and the printing is really nice. And think about this: like, if you were to go find books
0: from EC Comics, like you're not, you're not gonna find like whatever. What, what most of these trades I think are like uh, I don't let's just say five to eight issues. Okay, for each hardcover, mm. you're you're not gonna find these books in floppies for uh, thirty bucks for five to ten issues. No. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. So uh yeah, these are fun. These are fun. If you're a Tales from the Crypt fan the TV show, you're gonna oh God. Just fucking buy these, I promise you, <laughs> they're so good. Like and if you go on Amazon, they're all rated like five stars. And yes, like these are probably all me giving them five stars. But
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Respect um, the ratings.
0: they they're really fun. Anyway, we're done. We're done. We're out of here.
1: Alright, have a good one.
0: Bye. Bye. Oh, wait,
1: no, outro. What? Oh, okay.
0: This has been the Nerd Legion podcast. He's at Nick Wetmore, and I'm at Keek Fine. We're at Nerd Legion. We're done. NerdLegion.com. (laughs) NerdLegion.gmail.com. iTunes reviews. We're done.